MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets, fresh food, local flavors. This is Virginia Lottery recording session. We're rolling. Coming this Tuesday. Actually, just read option one. New games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Monday, March 20th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a multi-vehicle crash on Route 42 in Gloucester Township involving uh, involved a New Jersey state trooper official say. It happened at 8.30 Sunday in the southbound lanes of the highway. Authorities say three people, including a state trooper, were taken to the hospital for evaluation. No serious injuries were reported. The crash, uh, the cause of the crash remains under investigation, and officials have not stated whether or not the trooper was on duty at the time. A rare strain of bacteria found in Recalled eye drops has been linked to dozens of infections as well as cases of lost vision, surgical removal of eyeballs, and one death. Jesus. Yeah. Global Pharma Healthcare Artificial Tears. Uh- lubricant eye drops distributed by uh, Esri Care and Delsum Pharma were first recalled in early February. Uh, in an update this week, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention identified 68 patients in 16 states with infections of a rare strain of drug-resistant condition that had never before been reported in the United States. See, I use a brand called I Can't Believe My Eyeballs Burned Out of My Skull, and I stopped <laughs> because it seemed problematic. This is, but this is... A, 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 so what is the name of the brand of the... Uh, it, you know, it comes like under different brands. I think the the one uh, patients are reporting using different brands, but okay. the uh, Ezra Care Artificial Tears was the brand that was most commonly reported. All right. uh, most patients reported using the Artificial Tears, the CDC uh, said, report reported adverse events as of March 14th included infections of the cornea, bloodstream, respiratory and urinary tract. There are eight reports of lost vision and four reports of surgically removed eyeballs. Now that's bad PR for yeah, a uh, I think so. For an eye drop company. Right. When it renders you blind? Yeah, when they're removing eyeballs? Yeah. Yeah, surgically? I had a big event and wanted to make sure I'd be blind. (laughs) Um, uh, You know, it's funny, though. When I went to the uh, the eye doctor, I I had uh, had something in my eye, and I was using Visine. And uh, I, I, well, what are you using? And I'm using Visine. And and the the, the doctor went, don't use Visine. Oh, you were, he was totally slumming it, right? low-rent stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and so, okay. But, uh, you know, there's, so when this story came out about the drops, I'm like, well, yeah, there's. Different levels Man. of effectiveness. I woke up this morning after our day yesterday, and we'll, we'll talk about our day yesterday. And I, I walk over to the uh, the vest, you know, the, the vanity, and yeah. I, open, I look at my eyes, and I'm just like, I, they were <laughs> blazing bloodshot red. Me too. We, we, really? Yeah. Okay. And I just maybe just from. All of the activity yesterday? But, yes. And maybe the uh, glasses of wine that I had last night? That might have been part no, of it, no, too. Yeah. Mine, mine were glasses of bourbon, but yes. I felt really bloodshot this morning. <laughs> uh, I, and I thought, I'm like, the first thing you guys are going to say to me is, what, you smoke a bunch of weed before you came in this morning? <laughs> no. But, uh, but it, 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 didn't, it didn't take long. But uh, I, I, sh- I used to use eye drops regularly. I haven't used them in ages. I but. use Did them. You, I know people sort of make it part of their morning regimen, yeah. even if they don't need them. Uh, it yeah. does kind of wake you up, does actually, it? I think. Uh, I always thought that it just kind of the, this little I don't know. I was gonna grab a quick enema on the way out. Okay, but, well, yeah. whatever works sure. for you. Yeah. Is... Mine are just for my contacts, though. Like I use your them to... No, this is <laughs> the eye drops. Steve, the eye drops. Oh, well. she's, she's got an unorthodox approach. <laughs> <laughs> Where are my contacts? For her contacts. You don't want to know. <laughs> oh God. 
<laughs> but let's okay. just say my brown eye has perfect vision. Oh, my God. All right. It was previously reported that one person uh, had died from this. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration and C- uh, CDC have urged consumers to stop using the recalled products and seek medical care immediately. Symptoms can include yellow, green, or clear discharge from the eye, eye pain or discomfort, <sighs> redness of the eye or eyelid, feeling like something is in your eye, increased light sensitivity, and blurry vision. Have you ever had, like, a really bad sty? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I've had pink eye, and yeah. then like literally woke up in the morning and could not open right. my eye lids on my own without prying them open. When I was a kid, I, I mean, elementary school, I had it that bad, and I remember like my eyes have been sewn shut. I can't open yeah. them up. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a bizarre sensation. That wish sure. that comes into my room at night. Right, my eyelids <laughs> shut. Sewed them shut. Uh, more eye drop recalls have actually uh, also announced recently. Although uh, they said that there was not there was not linked. Uh, to adverse effects uh, events so far, like in this other one. The lights along Philadelphia's iconic Boathouse Row are going dark for now. Beginning today, for the next eight months, officials say the lights will be out for repairs and what? renovations. I well, know. Dude, no, they're going to make it they're awesome. They're coming back. Oh, yeah, yeah. going to be oh, really? something that's going to be huge. Yeah. All right. uh, the lights along the river have... They're st- opening up a, a Visine factory. No way. Stop. All right. I, but, but eight months? Like, that's long. And then going into, like, the summer months when people are, like... But you have to do it. What, what they have planned is going to be extraordinary. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I hope it, you know, it. maybe they'll go ahead of schedule. The lights along the river have supported the spirit of the city on plenty of occasions. Just when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, everything was green. And then when the Phillies entered the World Series, they shined red. Uh, the lights will now be off as the city pays for major repairs. Officials say the cost is expected to be around $2.1 million. The change comes just as summer is approaching, which is when the lights become a popular tourist attraction. Officials say the renovation is overdue and has been in the works for years. The lighting system is elaborate. Uh, the last time the full o- there was a full overhaul, uh, that was back in 2005. Now, the new system will be much more weatherproof with updated wiring. In the first month or two of construction, it will just be taking the current lights down. Boathouse Row saw its first set of lights in 1979. Officials say the lights are expected to be shining again when the holidays roll around. I've heard, Kathy, that they're going to be much more uh, kinetic. They're going to be able to do much yeah. more. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got, it's coming in my junk drawer. We can go over that later on. I got some of the details. Okay, good. So once the project is complete, there will be 6,400 individual LED lights with 16 million color combinations. Uh, Lighting will be able to change from one color to another or be programmed in a way that appears to make uh, the lights dance along Boathouse Row, they're saying. So it'll be pretty cool once it's done. But for eight months, it's going to be dark. That's going to be weird driving by that. All right, in sports this morning. The Sixers, who have won eight games in a row, have moved up to second place in the Eastern Conference and are only two and a half games behind the Milwaukee Bucks for first. The Sixers are at home against the Chicago Bulls. Tonight, tip-off is scheduled for 7 o'clock. The Flyers, who lost to the Carolina Hurricanes in overtime on Saturday night, are off until tomorrow night when they'll host Florida Panthers. In the NCAA Men's Tournament, the Sweet 16 is set. The lowest remaining seed is the Princeton Tigers, who are the 15th seed in the South, and advance to the Sweet 16 to face Creighton on Friday. Tip-off will be at 9 o'clock.
o'clock. And at spring training, the Phillies lost to the Red Sox 9-5. The Phillies are back in clear water today and will host the Orioles. The first pitch is scheduled for 105. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. This is our second live broadcast of this little trip that we've uh, taken. Started last Thursday and ends today, wrapping it up as we sit here uh, in Universal Orlando Resort. Live, we had uh, we had a full VIP tour yesterday. We're going to recap some of that. That was uh, it was a great time. It was a little bit on the chilly side, but it ended up being an absolutely fantastic day. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. this 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 park, this whole setup, the city. Uh, basically, is it'll it'll get you. And again, I was talking to your uh, your husband Kathy yesterday and saying, uh, I don't care how how much of a uh, of a like a naysayer you are. You come here, and in about ten minutes, mm. you get it. You understand what the story is, and uh, you're off and running, and you just lose yourself in it. And that's the amazing part of it. We had an awesome day yesterday. Yeah. So we're sitting in in a part of the park that's called uh, Hollywood Boulevard, and directly across from me, outside the window, I can see the Brown Derby, and there's Max Factor Hollywood is right across the street. So it's set up like old. Hollywood, and uh, they do have a, a broadcast center. It's called the Universal Orlando Radio Broadcast Center, and we're in the Minion Studio. I love it. And yeah. it's brilliant to have this here because they do their own, obviously, um, uh, uh, Universal-based podcast, and they do it you know, based around the big events of the year, like the Halloween event and all that other stuff. So yeah. uh, they have a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, it's decorated really cool, So, uh, and they, they've welcomed us uh, with open arms, and mm-hmm. uh, we've got uh, our representation visually here in the studio. And thank you to Rodney, who got everything set up and running. And Kyle, who has our video, which, by the way, uh, should be on shortly. I have no idea if we're streaming yet or not, but I'll find out for you and let you know. But you'll be able to take a peek into here uh, where we are and what we're doing through the course of the morning. So we're just going to hang out. Recap a little bit of the uh, last couple of days. Do the show as usual, and, uh, and there's one other time. part too. It would, right? Yeah, it'd be great if we could give away trips Wouldn't so that people could experience what we have experienced. There is yeah. that one awesome. thing. Uh, so we're going to do that uh, around eight o'clock. Yeah. Uh, we are going to reveal a, a clue, and you're going to have to find something, and we'll get you the details on that. But somebody starting today today wins a trip to Universal Orlando Resort. I'll have all the full details in a bit uh, uh, and pass that along to you. But you will get to experience. All this as well, hopefully. And it's happening uh, today through Friday. Uh, every day, your chance to win. We're so excited for you because yeah. if you've never been, it will it will just rock your world. Uh, we got Jason back at the studio who's running things for us. So we'll take a quick break, come back in a second. We'll do the entertainment report, stupid question, all that stuff on this fine Monday morning. By the way, new word of the week prize, $500 Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon gift card. So we'll do that at the end of today's show. Coming back live from Orlando, uh, Universal Orlando Resort. Back in a moment. Your smart speaker can settle arguments, tell you the weather, and even order stuff. But did you know it can also stream WMMR? Ask it to open MMR, and it'll begrudgingly comply. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. You've been making better decisions for your busy family for years. And now, little by little, you're making decisions for yourself. Like snacking a little better, going a little further, sleeping a little deeper. Acme's here to make that journey easier and even more rewarding with their new Sincerely Health platform featuring nutrition plans, prescription reminders, and more. Sign up in the Acme mobile app to earn up to $25 in grocery rewards. Visit acmemarkets.com health for more details. 
Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we're going to ask a stupid question. We're going to give away a pair of tickets. What's that, man? That was a little loud in my headphones, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, we have a pair of tickets to join uh, Jackie and Brent in a suite at the Worth 400. That's going to be at Dover. Oh, wow. So whenever you get to go in the suite at Dover yeah. and go to the... It's so cool. It's so, amazing. Uh, this is what we're going to ask. We're going to ask a uh, we're gonna ask a universal question oh. today. So what year... Did Islands of Adventure open? Because there's three parks here. There's yes. three huge parks here. A fourth on the way. Islands of Adventure is one of them. So 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. What year did Islands of Adventure open? We're going to go through some birthdays while we wait for your answer. Uh, today being the 20th day of March, it is uh, Holly Hunter's birthday. And she turns uh, 65 years old. So what what is your favorite role r- raising Arizona? Um... I, yeah, I mean that character. It's kind of an iconic pretty character, over yeah. the top and awesome. But I mean, you know, as uh, uh, Mrs. Incredible, uh, yes. Al- Elastigirl. She's awesome. That's probably my favorite one from her. You know, she's good too as the the senator in uh, Batman v Superman. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And um, uh, a, a movie that I kind of uh, I, I by Annie. I, no, mm-hmm. I sort of like just because it's kind of in our industry, but uh, broadcast news. Yes. But there's some parts about it that I don't really like. Right, but right. I don't know. But um, uh, she's great in almost everything she does. She is uh, 65 years old, where she kind of talks out of the side of her mouth mm-hmm. like that. Uh, Spike Lee has his birthday as well, uh, and he is 66 years old. Uh, we mention every year on his birthday that Malcolm X is just a masterpiece. That's his, that's his masterpiece. I just far. love that movie. Uh, and he's a great director. Yeah. My, remember, my, my brother did, uh, he, he directed a commercial in Philadelphia outside of No Stakes, and my brother got a part in the commercial and got residual checks for ever until, because it was a, a commercial, it was a Right or Seven Up commercial with Kobe Bryant, yeah. and then when all that stuff happened with Kobe and the girl in the hotel room and all mm-hmm. of that, it went away. It went away. So he got he got so much money up until that point, and then when that happened, he was like, "Damn it, Kobe!" And Spike wow. Lee directed it. Yeah, so, do the Sprite thing. What <laughs> was it? Do the Sprite thing. Oh, uh, yeah, it would have been great. Right? I, oh, I, oh, which I'm yeah. not sure. I, I don't. Um, I don't know. I mean, I can right. find the commercial. It's out there. So, uh, did he get each one of those residual texts? He like, like one a year, or were they coming more? You know what? I, I'm not really. No, I think they would come a little more frequently okay. than that. Like yeah. maybe it was like quarterly or something like we that. Get but I mean, for checks from from it's always sunny, and there'll be like you know a dollar. Yeah, no, my brother's was not a dollar. Yeah, you know what? He was he was featured in the commercial. Wow, I had a buddy of mine, some people that he knew, or or one of his relatives, I think it was, got a part in a Kit Kat commercial. And uh, it was the Gamia break. It was yeah, that yeah. whole thing. Uh-huh. And it ran forever. And they made 
loads of really? money yeah. up. They 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 almost felt it was like a life changing the Kit Kat commercial. Yeah, they went and auditioned for it. They were as a family and they did it, and they got these residuals for years that were in the tens of thousands, and it just kept coming. I want Kit Kat money, and yeah. so uh, they they saw it as a, as a very important moment in their life. Wow, so it can be good for you. He's sixty six today, Spike Lee. Uh, here's a guy that we've absolutely loved having in our studio one time, Hal Linden. Yeah, Barney Miller himself, and he turns 92 years old. Wow. 92. And he was just a great, just a great chat with him, man. I love that show, Barney Miller, for the, the yeah. longest time. And had a great ensemble. Yeah. I, I, they very rarely ever less left the um, the precinct, right? That was it. They yes. were always there. In fact, yeah. I don't... Was there ever a time they left? Not that I know of. I They would go downstairs occasionally, that but yeah. that was pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, so happy 92nd to him. Uh, the great Bobby Orr. Has oh, I was a little late on that. I forgot he could do this. Bobby Orr, he well, he played. um, I think he played Wojo's uh, older brother. He did uh, from Barney Miller in a couple of episodes. (laughs) He really liked the show. Yeah. He was a huge party miller. In fact, fan. on his uh, on his uh, uniform, yeah, there's a big picture of Hal Linden. <laughs> yeah, little little known fact about Bobby Orr, huge Barney Miller. Yeah, man. I mean, but who wasn't that? Once man? they canceled Greatest American Hero. Oh, right? and that he's yeah. he's a Hall, Hall of Fame uh, hockey player oh. too. Uh, oh, so that he's, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's 75 years old today. <laughs> uh, speaking of athletes, uh, Pat Riley. He's not. It's, it doesn't have him in the Hall of Fame here. NBA coach. He should be. He should be right. He absolutely. Has Just to be. in the hair so. Hall of Fame. Uh, he does have, or, or at least a, he used to have. He used to have a rock solid uh, head of hair on him. I hope it's just like a one patch of stringy hair now. At this that's point, all that's left. Lush, beautiful hair. Yeah, two thousand eight. He was inducted. There okay. we go. So he turns. Uh, how old is he? Seventy eight years old today. Uh, Michael Rapaport has his birthday. The actor. He's uh, in the studio a number of times. Yep. He's uh, he's definitely checked in with us a few times. He mm-hmm. turns uh, fifty three years old. One of my favorite moments of him because he's a he's an avid uh, social media guy. But it was. Uh, these two, I don't know, I, 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 elk or something fighting outside, yes. and he's doing oh, the yeah, exactly. oh, yeah, yeah, Hey, yeah. Ma! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like an effing uh, moose out here or something. It I, think was, they, I think we actually were two combating moose. Or was it moose? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, moose and he was calling them antelopes or something, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. but it was <laughs> it was very hilarious. He's on that show uh, on Netflix, and his in the show, his son is autistic. I forget the name of it, but um, there was like three or four seasons. It was a really good show. Okay. It's funny because he puts on, he's one of those guys who puts on this, you, that, 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 that kind of thing, and he's re- every time he's come in on the show, he's not that. Yeah. yeah. Atypical? Kathy? Atypical yeah. was the show, yeah. Atypical. Yeah. So he is 53 today. Um, Carl Palmer, drummer yes. for uh, Emerson and Lake and Palmer and Huge fan of Barney Miller and Asia yeah. massive Barney yeah. Miller fan. Okay. Why? Why? I listen. What was? It's a very very finicky uh, mouse. I didn't even hit the button, That's but apparently, to be honest about him, he obviously had gas problems throughout the his cursor was on. Stop the Barney Miller. Okay, all right, thank you. Jeff Preston super just far. looked over at Casey and went, "Why?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because he said Barney Miller, and obviously right. you, you play the longest part you have. You know. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that's a very gassy. Very I was gassy looking guy. for something else, by the way. Yeah. Whose birthday is it? It is. Uh, it's it's like Carl Palmer. Palmer. It's like birthday today. Also yeah. gassy. Let's try of to Asia. do a show so that maybe Universal will invite us back. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Palmer. <laughs> 
<laughs> Paula, yeah. our, our contact is in the other room. She's like, why did we invite these guys? <laughs> there we go. There's some ELV. Yeah, oh, right. right. Very well done. <laughs> now, it comes in here in a moment. But by the way, we were, uh, I remember one day we were doing our show. And somebody down the hall goes, hey, I got Carl Palmer out here. Do you yeah. remember he was just in the hallway? Yeah. And he popped in. We didn't put him on the air because he had to go, but I got a picture with him. He was a really nice he was guy. For Barney Miller Con. <laughs> he was for Barney Miller Con. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> The greeting is to do that elongated part. All right. Anyway, uh, Carl Palmer, yeah, a great right. drummer. He Were you turns... a fan of the uh, Emerson Lake and Palmer? Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of progressive now, stuff. I, I, I mainly know the hits, and yeah. you know this is a great song. And uh, but I never. I, it, that's one of those bands I should go back to and take a deeper dive in yeah. because there's lots of really cool progressive, awesome musicianship, and uh, yeah, very concepts. Uh, yeah, concepty. So, Carl is 70, 73 today. Uh, Jimmy Vaughn, who's a brother of the late uh, Stevie Ray Vaughn, and uh, guitars for the Fabulous Thunderbirds. But he and, and, and Stevie growing up in Texas, they were like, uh, now, you know, obviously Stevie Ray went on to absolutely eclipse him in ability on guitar. But Jimmy was a very well-known blues, straight-up blues player in Texas. I'm not familiar. Was yeah. so, did, so did they play together a lot? Yeah, they did Is it when they were younger and they eventually found their own bands and, and actually Jimmy Stark I think started to rise a little bit before right. Stevie did, but then Stevie developed and became right. one of the greatest guitar Walt. gods ever, but uh, Jimmy Vaughn still plays. He's uh, 72 years old today. And then the last birthday I saw, <coughs> excuse me, is uh, Ruby Rose, the actress. Yes. Uh, Orange is the New Black. Uh, she was Batgirl for a little while, right? She's, she's actually really good, I think, in John Wick, too. I think she's a good actress. But when they have her kicking ass. She's too small. Preston, she's like 80 pounds. Yeah. And it's just, it becomes science fiction at that point. That's why I loved in uh, Case, in John Wick 2. Yeah. He, he tries to fight him for about five seconds, and, and he ends up besting her easily, uh -huh. because that's the way it should be. I don't care yeah. how dynamic a fighter you are, there's at a certain point where it becomes ridiculous. Yep. yep. Alright, so we're going to see if we can uh, get some phone calls. This is our first time taking the phones out for a run here from Orlando uh, at uh, Universal uh, Orlando Resort. So, uh, we're going to go to Chris and see if we can get an answer to this. But first, let me ask the question, which was, uh, what year did Islands of Adventure open? So I'm going to click on this, and we're going to see if we can hear Chris. Hey, Chris, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Uh, great, man. You sound awesome, dude. Thanks for checking in. We appreciate it. All right, so we need an answer. In what year did Islands of Adventure open? Yeah, that would be 1999. The man is correct. Nice. Oh, absolutely. Chris, hang on the line. We're going to get your information, and, sir, we are going to set you up with a pair of tickets to join Jackie and Brent in a suite at the Worth 400 on Sunday, April 30th at uh, Dover Motor Speedway. NASCAR roars back to the Monster Mile at Dover Motor Speedway, April 28th to the 30th, and you can be there live. Uh, in person at the edge of your seat for all of the excitement. And you can get tickets at DoverMotorSpeedway.com. So congrats. We'll give can those I, away all week long. Tell you how free it is for us to look across at the Hotel Beverly Wilshire. Yeah. Their uh, replica of the, of the hotel. Beach this whole area Will. is amazing. Yeah. That's where uh, Pretty Woman. That's, That's right. Where, uh, yeah. Yeah. Viv stayed. Reach Beth yeah. Will. Got it. All right. Let me... <laughs> Uh, go through some entertainment stories since we're here in Hollywood. Uh, this was a this is a sad story to see. Uh, Lance Reddick, 
passed away unexpectedly on Friday at the age of 60. Casey, you and uh, Steve were talking off yeah. here about this. Yeah, you know, he was the, 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 the main clerk at the uh, Continental in the John Wick movies. Uh, we talked to him because of that. Yeah. And he was also on a show called Fringe, which I loved, which is kind of like an X-Files kind of thing. And The Wire as well. And The Wire, yeah. yeah. So, And we had him on to talk, and he was, he was just a, a funny guy. And I always assumed he had some sort of accent. But he didn't, and uh, um, so he was great. And, uh, but, yeah, in, in the Wick movies alone, he has a, a huge legend, especially in the last one. He he became very much uh, involved in the um, kick-assery. Uh, he, it says he died of natural causes. Huh, so. is, is, is that how old? <laughs> 60. That's, yeah, I yeah, mean, that's, that's early. That's not natural. That's natural. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there was some, maybe maybe by that they mean there was some sort of illness, mm-hmm. right? Know, uh, or that's something that popped up recently. But uh, he was also on Oz, and he did a turn in uh, Lost as well. But I don't remember what his was, role was. It was some kind of like evil character, <laughs> and, and I don't know if it was for the um, that corporation that sort of lorded over everything. But he was this Dharma. 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 Yeah, he was this weird, mysterious, dark character, and you didn't know if he was up to any good. It was okay. uh, Dharma in and of itself was. Yeah, 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 but I remember me being a compelling character on that show, too. Uh, stars such as uh, Idris Elba, Halle Berry, Ben Stiller, uh, Questlove, uh, Jeopardy Morgan. They all paid tribute to the late actor on social media. Elba, who starred in The Wire with Reddick, uh, said in a video on his Instagram story, Lance was uh, really the guy. I loved him, and I miss him. I don't give an F what anyone has to say. He killed that role as an actor. I'm crying right now, heart bleeding for my guy because... Uh, he went in for us, he said. We, we've had so many out-of-left-field deaths, you know, over the yeah. past year. Uh, you know, where <clears throat> there was no indication of anything going on. As you said, you know, Kathy, 60s kind of... For to say yeah, natural causes, that's not natural. but we'll yeah. find out, I guess, at some point. Sad news, and more sad news of sorts. Anytime we speak of Bruce Willis, now it's usually yeah. uh, you know uh, nothing that positive. He turned sixty-eight this weekend on Sunday, and uh, it was his first birthday since uh, receiving the uh, frontotemporal dementia diagnosis. Uh, his wife Emma took to her Instagram stories to share how she was feeling. She said, "Today's my husband's birthday." I've started the morning by crying, as you can see by my swollen eyes and snotty nose, she said in the video. I just think it's important that you see all of the sides of this. She said, I always get the message, or people always tell me, oh, you're so strong. I don't know how you do it. Uh, I'm not given a choice. I wish I was, but I was. Uh, but I'm raising uh, two kids in this. She said, "Sometimes in our lives, we have to pull our big girl panties on and get to it, and that's what I'm doing. But I do have times of sadness every day, uh, grief every day, and I'm really feeling it today on his birthday. Later in the day, she sweet- shared a uh, touching video montage featuring their lives together." She said he is pure love, he is loved, and I will be loving him always. Happy birthday, my sweet, she wrote. So, Stuff like this is, is, you know, it's it's cruel on the person who's afflicted, but it's very cruel on the people who love that person oh, because yeah. they are slipping away. Yeah, and then I have another negative story here. I'm sorry to bring this mm-hmm. to you. Uh, but on uh, Friday, um, The Guardian published an interview with Sam Neill, the actor, yes. uh, during which a Jurassic Park actor revealed that he had been diagnosed uh, with stage 3, and I cannot pronounce this, uh, angioimmunoblastic T-cell lymphoma, which so, is a blood cancer. blood cancer, yeah. Yeah. So he began a very expensive, he said, chemotherapy treatment in 2022. He said, I'm not off the hook as such. But there's no cancer in my body, so I read that's it, great. Uh, oh, I forget. Maybe it might have been in the Daily Mail that the the prognosis is actually is actually good. The, the treatment is involved, but um, you know, obviously, we're 
keeping our fingers crossed, as I'm sure he is. So when when they say stage three, and I, I'm a neophyte when it comes to understanding these things, but I did have uh, someone in my life recently that uh, had a cancer diagnosis. And it has to do, that stage has to do with how much, uh, these stages, how much it is spread, whether it's contained in one spot, That's whether it's moved on to another system, and, or if it hits in like the lymphatic system or right. something right. to where it spreads out in your body. So I don't know at what point, you know, when you hear somebody say stage four, you automatically go, oh, wow. Uh-huh. That's, so, that, that's like, is there no coming back from stage no, four? No, I was just thinking about that because actually it's more and more the case that I've, and there's people, there's somebody that I know who had stage four and came back from it. So, um, into remission, yeah. I think it it just represents a a more um, involved battle, but it does not mean you cannot come back from it. Yeah, that's right. I'm reading about it now, but Preston, you were right. It, it's sort of like stage one. It means it's localized. Stage two, the cancer has grown but hasn't spread. Stage three is the cancer has grown larger and has possibly spread to lymph nodes or other tissues. And then uh, stage four, the cancer has spread to other organs and other areas okay. of the body, which you know, obviously is not as easy to come back from. Right. So I think you still can, but yeah, it just right. means that there's it's spreading. Okay. Uh, following uh, this uh, information, Sam Neill said that uh, he shared on an Instagram video ensured uh, his fans that he was alive and kicking and he's been in remission for eight months. Well, that's, that's, there you go. That's <clears> good. He said, uh, my news seems to be all over the news at the moment and it's uh, sort of cancer, 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 which is slightly tiresome because as you see, I am alive and well and I've been in remission for eight months, which uh, feels really good and I'm alive and kicking and I'm going back to work. We were thinking about Sam Neill yesterday because we were riding some uh, Jurassic Park rides. Yep, that's him. And he's the man, you know, so, um, and we'll we'll recap uh, some of that stuff a little bit later on our time here at Universal Orlando Resorts. Uh, Today reports that Sharon Stone was awarded the 2023 Courage Award at the Women's Cancer Research Funds, an unforgettable evening last week, it was called. Yeah. Uh, During her acceptance speech, uh, the actress encouraged Tennessee to increase their donations, saying that donating is a form of courage during these difficult times. And getting emotional, she revealed, uh, because I know what's happening, I just lost half of my money uh, to this banking thing, and that doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that I'm not here. Wait a second. So did she lose money in the... uh those Silicon two banks, Valley that, Bank, uh, I guess so. Collapse. Yeah, I don't SCB? know. Yeah, yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> All right, so we'll see. Uh, according to Entertainment Tonight, Bad Bunny seemingly dissed Kendall Jenner's ex-boyfriend Devin Booker. Oh yeah, let me tell you something. On a new track, when Preston first heard this story, so I saw him walking through the hotel and he was yelling, uh, screaming. But when this story hit with I, you. I threw a couple things. Yeah. I really was out of my... Well, you're a I, D-Book I saying, fan. And he kept saying, yeah. I expected better from Bad Bunny. Yeah. And I apologize. And I said, Preston, bad is in his name. All right, so this the new track is called Coco Chanel. Coco Chanel. Oh, yes. Okay. After the news broke that the rapper and Jenner were dating, Booker responded by unfollowing the Kardashian oh, star. Wow. Don't do that. American royalty. Translated lyrics from the new song read, I'm not a, I'm not bad, baby. That's a gimmick. But the Puerto Rico sun is warmer than the one in Phoenix. No, he didn't. Uh, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. He, he did. did. <laughs> Booker, who plays for the Phoenix Suns, uh, commented on Instagram post about the lyrics uh, saying he worried about another man again, Booker wrote. I well, I think there's, technically, there are seven more NBA 
NBA players that Kendall Jenner has not been with. So okay. she's there's still hope. She's working her way through. In fact, Pat Riley is the last on the list, Preston. <laughs> okay. Former. It's his birthday. Today. Yeah, Maybe yeah. he'll get some. Uh, Coco Chanel. She she created Chanel, right? Yes. Okay. And Coco. Hot Coco. Oh, what? What? Yeah, what? Invented yeah. hot cocoa. Yeah, she is loaded. Loaded well, because was. of the hot chocolate yeah. empire and the perfume empire. I mean, everybody talks about the perfume, but I mean, come on. I think those those Chanel commercials are so pompous. Yeah. They're the ones with Kira Knightley, right? Um, because I, of the bit, uh, I think yeah. so. There's a few of them like that. Like Anna Taylor Joy is in some some ads that right. are that are of that theme, that style, that kind of. If you want to show how effective, I think the fragrance is. Have, have them. Have her removing a septic tank. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then and going right on to going yeah, because right to a high polluting event. I mean, how do you sell smell? Right. Over the TV. visually, right. yeah. Uh, but the one that I did actually like uh, was the sh- maybe it's just because I uh, love Charlize Theron, but she did a Dior one. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It was well, who's, who's the one with Julia Roberts with the uh, Lancome? I think isn't yeah. it? Lancome. Okay. And there then, is a there's a. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Did you? No, no. I, I mean, remembering uh, who does Stetson? Brad Pitt did the. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Rich Crackerfuls. <laughs> cra- uh, Crackerfuls. <laughs> <laughs> there is there is a like a mystery model. I and and I, I don't. She's not an actress or anything like. that. Because obviously they get these stunningly beautiful <laughs> right, right, women, right. but and, and maybe you guys have seen it. But she's she's holding the perfume bottle, and it's like it's lit. It's yes. like uh, it's like uh, emulating light, and she's just holding like, like close her face. I I have to stop and watch that. That woman is so gorgeous. This stuff I have no like idea the who stuff she is. In um, uh, Death Becomes Her. That, that glowing liquid that they yeah, took, yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. exactly like that. Yeah. Mm. So, have you guys seen that one? No, no, no it doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. Right, anyway. Was it Electric Youth? No. Electric. Wait, that's the Debbie Gibson. <laughs> yeah, she had a perfume, Electric Youth. <laughs> Dude. I saw a hemorrhoid commercial with John Goodman. That's fairly similar. Kathy, did you have that sense? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. What? Are you kidding? Uh, yeah, it came did in you in... get Electric Youth for free because you had a you knew a dancer and her? Yeah, but it was my cousin. Yeah, I got a, I got all their promotional products. Yeah, it was had a bottle. I had a little uh, green stripe and hot pink stripe on it. Oh, did you go through a Debbie Gibson phase? Were you? Oh yeah, yes. Oh, oh okay. are you kidding? I used yes. To, yes, we. I w- would call my cousin. I'd be like, "We're coming to the show tonight. Pull us up on stage." And he'd wow. be like, "All right, got it." Because remember, she had the song. Yeah, I think it was "Shake Your Love." Yeah. where she would pull so all these young kids on stage. So anytime I went to a show, I'm like, "I'm coming." He's like, "Great, we'll pull you where your seats." So we would end up on stage with them more than once. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Um. I was just going to say my daughter wears Ariana Grande, which is like the equivalent, but let's right. move on. I, I, I want to hear more the about you, The updated electric yeah. youth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It smells good. Uh, a couple other quick things. Um, uh, Wednesday, the show, yes. uh, turned out to be obviously a huge hit for Jenny Ortega. Uh, she shared with UK Times uh, recently that she almost did not star in it. She said, I got an email and I passed on it. I'd done so much TV in my life. And all I've ever wanted to do is film, and you have to prove yourself. It's not. It's only uh, the last three or four years that I've been able to start going up for film, and I was scared that by signing on to another television show that it would prevent me from doing other jobs that I really, you know, cared about. And she said the only reason I went back to it was because Tim Burton is such a legend, and yeah. we just happened to get along very well. But even then, I said uh, no, and I think no. I'm okay a couple yeah. more times. Yeah. And then uh, she added that uh, she didn't think many people would actually watch it once she made it. Well, she was wrong. So I thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. I, I thought it wasn't going to be watched, and that it will be a nice little gem that someone finds, uh, but most people don't. Did you see her on SNL? Did you see any of that uh, stuff? I did not, no. She was really good. Yeah? Yeah. She's only 20. That blows my mind. 20. 
Yeah. Kathy, that she's like in your range. Yeah, yeah. right. She's yeah. about my age. <laughs> uh, well, he may have been designated the sexiest man alive, according to Dr. Julian De Silva's use of the Greek Golden Ratio earlier this year. But Roger Jean Page uh, recently said that uh, his breath was horrendous on the set of Bridgerton. Sorry, that's my versus texting us. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, he's, wait, who said his breath stunk? Uh, Roger Jean Page. He, he admitted that his oh, breath okay. stunk. Why did, why did his breath stink? Uh, he said, "What no one knows about." Bridgerton Bridgerton was that uh, Phoebe and I had horrendous coffee breath the whole way uh, through. Well, coffee breath isn't necessarily That's horrendous. Pretty gnarly. It can be bad. Uh, Paige shared that he and Phoebe uh, Denver. Is that how you say? It? Communicated that. about what food was okay to consume before shooting their scenes <laughs> together. And he said, uh, you approach the other actor and go, hey, uh, so the scenes after lunch, what are our rules? Are we no onions? Are we no garlic? Uh, do I have to get the coffee in early? Uh, Should I act- do Pop Rocks? Uh, the actor added, uh, we're both like, I actually like coffee, so I don't mind. And it became their coffee safe space for the rest of the season. He's so- in the new funny. Dungeons and Dragons movie. <laughs> is he? Which, uh, is, believe it or not, is getting great reviews. Well, good. I hope so. Yeah. And now Hugh Grant's in that. Hugh right? Grant's right? That's why it? he was out. On yeah, the, on the red carpet, on the, the, the press right? thing. Okay, you know the legendary story. Since we're here, and you know, and in Hollywood, and, and uh, you know, full Hollywood, Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, um, one of the classic stories: um, uh, Clark Gable and Janet Leigh in uh, Gone with the Wind. He had um, like almost full dentures, and she said kissing him was a nightmare because uh. it was it was like um, super bad breath. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And I think he he did not like her, so he loved that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. he, he doubled down and yeah, ate, yeah. like, raw onions I right just, I just had yeah. a turd yeah. for lunch. <laughs> uh, one last story. Uh, while promoting his documentary still, a Michael, jo- uh, Michael J. Fox movie uh, at South by Southwest last week, uh, Michael J. Fox discussed how his Parkinson's diagnosis has affected his life. And he said, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Parkinson sucks, but it's a great life. Uh, he received his diagnosis when he was just 29 years old in 1991. He said, I have no regrets. Uh, you do what you have to do, but you do not want to kill yourself. And that's when I stopped, he said. I saw him at, um, I think it was at this. He was with his wife. And he's, so whatever he's using to mitigate the symptoms of the Parkinson's is is pretty good. I mean, Sometimes. It's yeah, not, sometimes. Not all the time. Yeah, it, yeah. it can creep back in. You can have uh, flare-ups. Right. And, uh, I've, but for I've, the most part, when I've seen him out in public, he looks well, I've, good. Yeah, and, but sometimes when you're out in public, you're putting your best foot forward. Right. Well, and I also think, Nick, I've heard he's he kind of will essentially double up on the medication yeah. if he's going to be in public uh, to help him out. Yeah, I have a family friend going through it, Steve, and, and really it's uh, some days are, are almost just fine, and then other days it's uh, terrible. How far, how, I mean... Uh, he's had it for about a decade at this point. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but Michael J. Fox said, uh, pity is a benign form of abuse. I can feel sorry for myself, but I don't have time for that, and there's stuff to be learned from this. Uh, so let's do that and uh, move on. And I think he said he's he's done acting, right? I mean, I think we've talked about he, that in the past. Is he? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he that is. it's that it's become too much for him, so he's not going to do that anymore. That's what I thought. He said the only thing that would bring him back would be a Barney Miller reboot. Oh, oh a reboot. Wow. Yeah. All right. Okay. So maybe there's a character for cool. him. I have no idea. The great Hal Linden celebrates his birthday today. All right, uh, Case, I think we're ready to roll through some clips. And oh, Jason's okay. going to help us back at the studio. Right. So uh, can I get a drum roll, please? No. I can do one. We I don't think. have drum rolls here. Uh, no, I have it on a different. Uh, They're not allowed. Do you want Florida. me to do it? Yeah. This is. Uh, 
Okay, we could play the fabulous Thunderbirds uh, if we want to. There's drums in that. How many times, Preston? It was part of the, the the agreement to come here to Universal Studios. No drum, no drum rolls, rolls, please. No drum rolls. All right, well, we're going to do the clips here. Uh, that's that? perfect, yes. Uh, East London is buzzing with babies once more in the 12th season of Call the Midwife. And here star Helen George talks about her excitement from reuniting with castmates. And hit it, Jason. It's really lovely to be back. Um, yeah, because obviously I had half the series off last year to have a baby. So it's nice to be back, and it's nice to be coming back post-COVID um, restrictions on set as well, because we were all saying it's nice to be close again and actually just be able to touch in scenes and do all the normal stuff that we're supposed to do. Shut up, dummy. <laughs> Call the Midwife airs uh, Sundays on PBS. Uh, Case, do you like that kind of English accent? Wait, wait, wait I want to hear it again. I was too busy trying to find a drum roll. Jason, play a little bit more of that, please, because Casey's picky about his English yeah. accents. It's really lovely to be back. Um, yep. Yeah, because obviously like I had one? half the series. Right. Thanks, he doesn't like yeah. the judge of Yeah, it's a little more like, posh. Yeah. 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 I'm a huge fan of Bonnie Miller. <laughs> it's like Hugh Grant has that, I think, bit. very yeah. much so. Yes. It's a Um All right, next clip. Drum roll. <laughs> this is the only drums I can find. This is Hogan's Heroes? Uh, it's just a snare drum case right, 1776. I like it. All right, so Shadow and Bone continues the story of a girl using her powers to reunite the world. I'm a cricket. In this clip, Jesse May Lee talks about her character's development in season two. All right, Jason. In season two, she's finally accepted her responsibility, and we watch her struggle and, you know, the immense weight of that. Oh, shut up, woman. Uh, Shadow and... Is that the same... It sounds like the same actress. No. Okay. I like Uh, her accent, though. uh, Shadow and Bone, season two, is out now on Netflix, by the way. How many freaking shows are out there that (laughs) I... I mean, and I'm really good with this, that I have absolutely not heard of at all. My favorite reactions for you you guys is when I go, and the fifth season will be debuting (laughs) this week. And we're like, wait, what? (laughs) What are you talking about? Fifth and final season. (laughs) All right. uh, That's it in the entertainment report. It is 7.05, so that means roughly an hour from right now, we're going to have your first chance to win a trip to where we are right now, Universal Orlando Resorts. And we're doing this uh, photo hunt game. Okay, yes. The way this is going to work is I'm going to give you a clue at 8 o'clock and you're going to go have to search and find what we're looking for in one of our videos and report back to us. I'm going to mention something that's in one of our pictures and you have to report back to us. You have to be the designated caller that gives the correct answer and then you win a trip for two to Universal Orlando Resorts with flights provided by Spirit. And this nice. is day one of doing this. So we're doing this every day this week. And what you're going to do is go to PrestonandSteve.com and it's the Preston and Steve Universal Photo Hunt Challenge link that you'll click on and that's where the pictures are. There's just a few of them and you'll have to get Give us an answer to the question that we ask a little bit There's later a bit on. of work, but it's also easy if you oh. apply yourself. It's simple. And before you know, you're off and running and experiencing some of the joy we've been having here. Yeah, yeah. which we're going to be recapping shortly. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because we had such a great time uh, yesterday, and uh, we're, we're broadcasting live from the studios. We're actually in the park. We got here, you know, in the 5 o'clock hour. And, and by the way, this place is teeming with activity overnight because we were talking uh, to Paula, who was um, uh, our guide here this morning, and 
that's when they can get work done here. Yes. Yeah. They work overnight. It's to, around the clock. To fix things and work on things while there are no guests here. It reminds me of Westworld. Yeah. You know, like when they... Behind they, the scenes yeah, stuff. Behind the scenes and yeah. stuff that was going on. But it was so cool because... I mean, there's music playing, uh, you know, equipment moving around, all yeah. this stuff happening, you know, while the park is, is closed. Yeah. All right, so we'll take a break, and we'll come back from Universal Orlando Resort on 93.3 WMMR. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show want to send you to Universal Orlando Resort. Listen weekdays. Preston and Steve are hosting a photo hunt challenge at WMMR.com. And you'll need the on-air clue to call in for the chance to win an amazing three-night trip for two to Universal Orlando Resort with flights provided by Spirit. Only one place immerses you into the action of your favorite films and TV shows and combines it with better hold-on-tight thrills in a way no one else does or can. Nobody tests the limits of absolute awesome like Universal Orlando Resort. Listen at 8 a.m. for that day's photo clue so you know what you're hunting for in the photo gallery. Later in the show, the correct number caller with the correct answer could win the grand prize trip. Preston and Steve's trip a day to Universal Orlando Resort for complete details and official contest rules visit wmmr.com so coming up around uh, eight o'clock we're gonna ask a question about uh, some of the pictures that we have in the Preston and Steve Universal uh, photo hunt challenge section of PrestonandSteve.com. <clears throat> and we will have you <clears throat> excuse me try to give us uh, find the the correct photo we're talking about give us an answer to that and later on, we'll ask you to call in, be the designated caller to do that and answer correctly. Then you're going to come here where we are. Uh, you're going to win a trip for two to Orlando, uh, Universal Orlando Resort, and flights are provided by Spirit. So <clears throat> make sure that you are with us at that time. Um, over the weekend, you know, obviously we we broadcast live from uh, Clearwater, right? And we wrapped that up, and uh, we spent uh, Friday evening. In and around that area, we all kind of went our separate ways and did our own things. And then uh, Saturday, we all ended up uh, here in Orlando. Saturday stayed Saturday night, and then yesterday we had our VIP tour of the park. Uh, so you know, we all kind of split up, and then we came together on Sunday. Uh, Saturday, I ended up doing uh, the park for a little while. Uh, everybody uh, kind of hung out in their own. I, I ended up meeting up with uh, Casey and Kyle. Mm-hmm. So you, you did some of the park. You'd been here before. You'd done the full thing, as yeah. have I. And yep. so I knew exactly what I wanted to hit. And, um, you know, and, and then I just kind of walked to some areas that I hadn't seen the last time I was here. But it, it's it's so usable and so accessible. Um, and, and, you know, you, you, you can just wander around to your heart's content or you can get the tour if you want to. Yeah. Either way, you end up having a great time. So there's the way if you've never been to Universal, it's it's laid out in different sections. There are there are three parks and there's an area called the City Walk. Uh, the three parks are Universal Studios, Island, Islands of Adventure, and then they have the Volcano Bay, which is the water park. Uh, and it's just a massive complex. It's, yes. it's just huge. And each section is uh, uh, unique into itself, which is really cool because you can kind of segue into a whole nother mindset, a whole nother world for a little while. You, you do get transported. You do get that feeling. But where I'm I'm blown away was, is the part that's not even in the park. The, the city walk is awesome. Yeah. It's, so it's cool. like, yeah. especially at night, it's like Vegas. I mean, it's just these huge lit up signs of, of restaurants and shows and things that you can go and do. And that and you're not even in the park yet at right. that point. And it's it's a massive complex. I get 
it, I told you, it makes me want to poop when I start going through there. <laughs> you have some I get all excited. Reaction. Yeah. I get my, my bodily functions start working, and I have to find a bathroom. Your body doesn't know how to process it. Yeah. By the way, that's a good thing. That, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. good thing. <laughs> you always feel um, regular. So, so you've got so much to choose from here of those three parks, and you can you can just pick one of those parks and and spend all your time there, or you can buy uh, passes that can get you into each and every one if you want to do that. So they've they've got a variety of options for you to go through. Uh, but we met up on um, early on Sunday morning. Uh, to to do the uh, the full tour and uh, and that is that's an option that you can choose as well. But they also had these express passes, which are fantastic because on Saturday, the day before, I ended up coming into the park and obviously you know we're here to broadcast live, so they gave us some special access and th- they gave us these uh, express passes. And I'm like, all right, well I'll go take them out for a spin, see how that goes. I'm like, maybe it'll cut down a little bit on the wait time, dude. I'm telling you, mm. like there were there were uh, you you can find out the the wait times uh, on the rides and the first one I hit was a Spider Man had a 40 minute wait. I was on in five minutes. Yeah, so they five minutes. They say typically, well, what they tell you is that it's half the, to expect half the time. However. It was like way under half the time. Yeah, and then I went over to their one of their newest rides, and, and we'll recap this yeah, in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Was uh, the Velocicoaster, which, by the way, I've had the hardest time not saying Velocicraptor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, every time because we have been saying that for years. <laughs> yeah, my invention. Yeah, it's for the invention. person who is well, it, when you know when you get sick and you well to your point, person when you're vomiting and you have diarrhea. The Velocicraptor was designed, but I have been having the same difficulty, but. They're distinctly different things. But it's Velocicoaster. So that that's a very popular ride here. And it was like a, I think it was like 70-minute wait. I got on in just under 20 minutes. And that's lightning fast mm-hmm. compared to, you know, spending an hour and change uh, standing in line. So Express Pass. It's a great deal, man. It works out fantastic. By the way, that coaster is insane. Oh my god! And we'll, we'll talk about that. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that a bit yeah, more. But yeah. there, on on this on this side, to me, this has so much that appeals to you know adults and and uh, kids who are a little bit older, I think. But the the um, the experience is um, again. Even if you are processing through a line, they have so much going on that it's like a show unto sure. itself. Yeah. So you don't have to worry. Yeah, they, they keep you occupied. Absolutely. If, if, you have to, if you had to end up waiting in line and let's say you're in uh, one of the Harry Potter attractions and you've been a fan of the movies and the books, there's so much minutia there for you to absorb and take in. It's like a performance before you go yes. in. Yeah. And yeah. and there's a story told along the way right. as well. Each one of these rides has a story that is there about why you're going on this ride, what character is involved, what, what, uh, what's the goal of, of this experience that you're going to go through. Uh, and it's really, really cool. And it the parks uh, cater to uh, a lot of different, uh, you know, uh, genres and things that you might be hyper-focused into. I know that one of the things I was really anticipating about this whole thing was actually uh, Casey and Nick have never been here. Kath, have you ever been? Yes. Yeah, you, so you haven't. But <clears throat> Casey and Nick hadn't been here. So a big part of for me was watching these two guys yeah, freak out. experiences for the first time. And mainly Nick, because Nick is a diehard Harry Potter guy. So when we went into Diagon Alley eventually, yeah. which was one of the first places we went to uh, yesterday on the tour, uh, like all of us had our phones out and we were filming Nick yeah. to get his reaction when we came in. Take like a kid on Christmas morning. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean he, it's a good description. Read, Nick, and that you've been absorbing for for so much of your life. 
was presented to you yesterday as a real thing. You see the movies, you read the books, you have your imagination as to what it's going to look like, and then you, you see TV commercials yeah. featuring this place, and you get an idea, or you see other people's social media posts. It, but then when you walk in, this it, it, I, I kept using the same words over and over again, that it was magical, that it was amazing, that it was unbelievable. I, I quite literally could not believe that where I was standing was real. And you're looking at these places that, uh, President, you mentioned this before, there is so much attention to detail that if you are at all a fan of the books or the movies, or even if you're not, it's just unbelievable how, how incredible it is. That's because when we were done the tour, because we were moving to from attraction to attraction, I said, when this is over, I want to go back to Diagon Alley. And I've been here before. Mm -hmm. I want to just stand in the road, and I just want to look and read all of the signs because it's all over the place. There's just all these little bitty nods to whether you've been a fan of the of the films or the books. Um, little bitty Easter eggs all over yeah. the place of this minor character that was mentioned a couple times. His name is on that sign over there. And, you know, it's just... It's really, they've really paid super-duper close attention to the Uber fan. And the, there's stuff that gets activated with, if you have a wand, yep, all over. activated all over the place. So yeah. it, it has that element of magic. And again, I say to you, I know <laughs> if you're saying, ah, that's not my, uh, my, uh, that's not my speed. Come here and, and you will, you will be seduced instantly. That's yeah. how, it is so, um, so energetic the way they are going about it almost seems like we're going to get you. We're going to get you, and they do. Diagon Alley, uh, in particular, uh, is when, when you're in there, Nick. You'll, you'll probably notice this. Like, it's it's all hyper focused there. Like, you can't be in there and look anywhere else and see any other part of the park. You can't see like a roller coaster popping Nothing. up over here. Yeah. You can't see uh, another where where this park turns into something else. Like, you are there. Period. And I walked around to the back end of this place, and I saw a little sign way back in the corner, and it said, uh, Bergen and Burks, and I'm like, oh, I remember that from the book. Let me go around the corner, and it led down to this alleyway into this part I've never been into before, and it was, it was Nocturne Alley, man! Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even, I'm like, no way! A whole other part of the book, and it led to this other part that I had never seen before. It was dark, and you, you had to, like, look where you were going, or she might... You know, oh run into somebody or something. It was awesome. Well, if you think about reading the books or, or watching the movies, there are there's so many details, and and what J.K. Rowling did a great job of is creating this world and creating all of these little details and nuances within that world itself. They replicate that here. Yeah. So you're walking around Diagon Alley, and all of a sudden you see the sign for Nocturne Alley, and then you're looking at Borgen and Burks, and like you're thinking about what you read about in the in the books at one point or so in the movies. Um, yeah, it's remarkable. It it, it's, it is. It was like dark when you get back there. Yeah. And, and I'm like yeah. I. Am I supposed to be back here? <laughs> right. Is this allowed? Right. And then you realize, yeah. And then you're like, no, wait. Okay, this is a part of the attraction. But the other thing, Preston, is you don't even hear anything else in the park. Yeah. It's not like you can hear other coasters whipping by at some point. Yeah. You know, you're not looking or at hot anything. Or racing. <laughs> well, or just any distractions, Steve. Yeah, like yeah. there's there's very minimal distraction once you're in uh, Harry Potter uh, experience because it's focused on that. Even though outside of that, of course, there are plenty of other things to see and do. In you the hear park. the music too. Yes, music, music, the the John Williams' well. music is in the background well, at all yeah. times. You're not juxtaposed that far away from active roller coasters and, and rides, but you don't hear any of them yep. once you're in there, which is a testament to the design of the, uh, yeah. the setup there. I didn't even think of it that way, that like you don't see anything else. Like You're yeah. right about you that. You, yeah, you are in... Harry Potter world, like yeah. that's that's what you're in. And if you, you were to see a Sunoco sign, it would kind of kill. Yeah, it. that might kind of kill it. Yeah, right. but it might even, kill even it. any other aspect of the park, I didn't realize that until you yeah. said it. What was the first ride uh, we rode yesterday? The first attraction we went. It was a Gringotts. 
I think it was Escape from Gringos, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. It was so long. I, I know. Felt like yesterday was. Two oh my days. god! By the end of the day, I was I was beat to death. I was so tired yesterday, and that's a that's a good thing, yeah. obviously. <laughs> uh, but no, you can keep that going. Oh, okay, I'm good. sorry. I'll, I'll bring that down a little bit. But um, uh, yeah, I think that was the first uh, the first ride we went on. And so, if you have not done. Uh, Universal and all the rides that they have at, at Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios and all this stuff, uh, they they do these kind of hybrid rides. Some of them where they are uh, full motion and and some of them on tracks and things like that. But they also include these immersive video 3D moments that bring you into this world with the real actors from yeah. these movies and shows and everything right there in front of you, and it looks. Amazingly real, yeah, it's incredible, <laughs> it's, and and, and it's jaw dropping. Then they add on like like what you would call the 4D thing, the smells, the water, the wind, all of these environmental yeah. things. Yeah. I got so much spray to my face yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. multiple rides because they use water a lot, and uh, uh, it. it, it in the dark, when you get that sprayed on you, it's like, what the hell was that? Yeah. Well, so, um, you know, Ollivander's is a huge thing, right? And you, you can get your wand there, sure. and the wand chooses you, right, Nick? Yes. Um, what I had no idea was that the wands actually work inside the park. It, you you can you can you know the, move them and then something happens right. you know at, at each di- at different attraction. Was, yeah, there was like some it, lines like the I saw a bunch of people with their wands waving mm-hmm. in front of it. Yeah, you're not that. Yeah, they, 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 you can activate things in store windows and, and but you can't do it without the wand because Casey tried to do yeah. it by, by moving his well, hand. Yeah, I have actual magic, and not only that, you you have to move them in a certain way. Yeah, yep. So they give you the the little instructions on how to do it and. Like there's something different for Wingardium Leviosa, you know. Yeah. There's a there's a special flick of the wrist, or you have to do a circle, and then uh, a cross or something, you know. So there's various movements that you actually have to do. So they they thought to, of it to that extent. Uh, you don't just point your wand at it. Outside uh, the Harry Potter realm, all of the stuff that um, again you have some really <laughs> competitive rides. You guys got oh, to ride man. Hagrid's oh. for the first time, which. I I say is my favorite roller coaster that I've ever been on, though it has a strong contender now that I was introduced to yesterday. But um, that what? is <clears throat> that is mind blowing. Uh, there is a part in that ride the first time, and I, I've ridden it now like twelve times, it, it, um, where you're in the dark and you feel the coaster drop. Yeah, and uh, everyone <laughs> freaks the hell out. Uh-huh. One thing I didn't realize, Steve, until yesterday was that uh, you have to take the Hogwarts Express to go from one Harry Potter land to yeah. another Harry Potter land. And so when we did that, it, that's a ride. There's That's an experience. Yeah. of stuff going on on that train, which is really cool. Yeah. And then you get off the Hogwarts Express and you're in Hogsmeade and that's where the uh, the Hagrid ride is. Yeah. And yeah. by the way, if you, so like I said, there, there are, you know, three different parks here and if you just want to go to one park, if you go to either you Universal, or you go Universal Studios, or you go to Islands of Adventure. Each one of those has a separate Harry Potter. So Hogsmeade yeah. uh, and and uh, the, the Hogwarts are at uh, the Islands of Adventure, and then Diagon Alley and Gringotts and all that is over at Universal Studios. So you get Harry Potter no matter where you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you do both, you know you go from park to park, then you're, you're you've got the full. But you get off the, the train day. and you wander out, and then all of a sudden you're looking up. 
and the Hogwarts <laughs> castle is, is staring back at you, oh. and, and you're walking through this Hogsmeade village where they have snow up on the rooftops, and like it may, really makes you feel like you're on a movie they set. Use, they use uh, force perspective yes, to create very uh, well, yeah, to create the enormity and the height and yeah. all that stuff. So you, for, again, for all intents and purposes, you are there, and, yeah. and it's it's astonishing. Did you guys but, get any butterbeer? Of course, no, I, I did. did not. Frozen. Casey got two. I got three. Okay. Yeah. No, because I, I got two on Saturday, and then I got another one yesterday. Well, I didn't know, because the first one I got was just like a regular cold one. Okay. Um, that you're not supposed to drink with a straw. You have to drink it with, you know, they recommend don't drink it with a straw. Uh, and then when we went to the Leaky Cauldron for dinner, yep. they had the frozen variety. I was like, well, I have to try the frozen variety. And that was like, listen, regular was great. Frozen variety was just next level. It was so good. I, I loved it. Casey uh, also had a flaming mo yesterday. I did uh, from uh, Springfield, the the, the oh, Simpsons yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. So you can mo. go into Mo's. Yeah, it's and just orange soda. It's that's orange on, soda. Right. Yeah. I don't use the cough syrup that they use. At the yeah, Simpsons. no, it's orange soda on dry ice. Yeah, so they have this this cup that fits dry ice in the bottom, so it's bubbling up <laughs> the whole time. And Casey ended up, you know, you you cross streams when you're here as well because yeah. he ended up in Diagon Alley walking around. With with a flaming mo, <laughs> and all of the all the wizards and warlocks were looking around, going, "What is that? Yeah. What, what do you? Where did you get that potion?" He's yeah. like, "It's a flaming mo." Yep, I got it in Springfield, and there was so much leftover um, dry ice because I went to go clean the cup out. And I'm, the, the, there's a separate compartment where the dry ice goes. So I, I put water in there. And so now it was just a bubbling water. It was. That's great. I mean, people were, you know, it was just turning heads. I'm like, they should really, they should really put the, uh, the butterbeer on dry ice, you know? Yeah, that'd be pretty like, cool. They really need to sell butterbeer all over the entire park because it is just that good. So, so since, you know, coming here a couple of times, I've been to, to here and I've been to the one in Los Angeles as well. And, and I've been all about. Uh, these immersive rides like uh, the Transformers ride and the uh, uh, the Harry Potter and Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man and all that. But now I'm coming around. This this park is a badass coaster park, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because that Hagrid's ride uh, uh, was amazing as far as a coaster experience goes. <laughs> but the Velocicoaster, wow. which I think they uh, debuted like a year or two ago here in the Jurassic Park World area, was a mother effort. <laughs> Next level. The first oh time my God. I was here, which was just a couple of years ago prior to everything shutting down, that was under construction and couldn't get a real indication of what they were doing. And so got to see the realization of it. But... <laughs> That coaster is designed to scare them. <laughs> and it Most does, people it does weren't, a great walking, job. Weren't, weren't walking straight when they got <laughs> off it. Like, I was watching people, and they uh-huh. were like, there were some people who had to like hold on to the railing for a second. How it achieves that is because it has just basically a leg brace. Yep. I mean, you're you're in there tight. You're not coming out. But for even for a second, you do catch a bit of air as yep. you lift out of your seat, mm-hmm. and it does everything to exploit that. So. I think it tops out at 72 70. miles an hour. Yeah, so your your shoulders are exposed. There's no yeah. restraints on your upper body, and it's it's a wild sensation. And it does upside down, yeah. extended upside down. For a couple seconds. Yeah, 
Well, and what was cool about that was that like intense straight down drop that you get most times at the beginning of roller coasters doesn't happen till the middle of the ride. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Because it launches you, uses that linear linear induction, (laughs) and it's like it's like somebody lit a rocket under your butt. Well, we're listen. We're super lucky to be here in the first place, but even more so when that ride was finished, I was just like, we want to do it again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So our our tour guide Josh took us right around, put us right back in line, and we got to go twice. And I I was so excited to get right back on that ride. Because anytime you do, at least for me anyway, anytime you do a roller coaster, on your first experience, it's a little bit of sensory overload. There's right. so much coming at you at once that you get to do it again. You're like, oh, wait, this twist is coming up next. And you, you, I don't know. I just appreciate it a little bit more the second time around. And that ability, that, so that uh, package that would allow you to do that is available to, to everyone. And yes. I would encourage you to look at, you know, what, what you're... You can experience this uh, again, and I know it, it sounds like like a hard sell, but I, I'll, I'll tell you this again. Um, coming back for a second time in just a couple of years, uh, it's it's that much of an escape. It's that cool, and uh, it, it, the, the word magical is, is thrown around, but it is. So so something that is easily accessible. Pick your level that you're comfortable at. Maybe if you want, you know, put a extra, little extra aside for the, the more enhanced experience, but whatever level you come into it as, at, you're going to have a great time. By the way, I had to tap out on a couple of uh, experiences yesterday. After I went, we went on, you talk about riding a ride twice. Uh, Hagrid is their most popular ride here right now. And <clears throat> so we're like, yeah, we're going to go. We rode it once. Let's do it again. Uh, the second time messed me up. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, there's a, not to give too much away, but there's a there's a portion where you go in reverse. Yes. And uh, going really fast backwards, <laughs> I found out, does not work for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I started to weigh it, and I'm like, uh, we were going to a couple other attractions. I'm like, do I just do I suck it up and get on another one? And ruin the rest of my day completely. So I took about an hour yeah, off, yeah. and I felt better afterwards. But that that ride was badass. I just didn't know going backwards really fast. Well, it's not like it's it messes oh, me up. We're just rolling back no. at the same speed you no, went into it. Yeah. You go backwards. Yep. And there are two different ways you can do the Hagrid's ride. You can be on the motorcycle, or you can be in the sidecar. And, yeah. and I was lucky enough to do both because I did it twice as well. The, the other thing about the Hagrid's uh, ride that it's so immersive that at one point uh, I saw a crow flying by. I'm like, how did Universal get the crow to fly I by? I said right? the same thing. I thought it was. I thought it was an owl. Yeah, I was like, oh no, no, wait, that's just a bird that lives in yeah. the park. Yeah. <laughs> I've been working for Universal for a while. All the birds here have a contract extended. We love it, really, though. We do. Yeah, the union, right? I think. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah Preston. Thanks yeah. for being I, I saw you. I knew you were going to lose it in about a few. You, uh, the crow. Very sick. But you got off and uh, slammed a few butter beers, and you were fine. Uh, yeah. So there's a there's a couple of parts we didn't get to visit, which I uh, we did walk through last night. I stuck around with uh, some of us and, and had dinner, but um, uh, the 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 Whoville, the uh, the Dr. Seuss area, is really charming. Yeah, and it, again, so <laughs> you get sometimes you get mocked, but I love. I love that Dr. Seuss ride. I love E.T. the E.T. ride. Oh my God! Yeah, and it's dude. it's really it's it's very analog, all practical effects, um, you know, miniatures and stuff like that. But uh, it's wonderful. Okay, so the E.T. ride, uh, I I love that ride. I was very excited to do that. But what I didn't know, which was awesome, that the tour guide told us was. The smells, the three smells yes. inside yeah. the ride. Once he told me, I was like, oh, my God, he's oh, I smell the pine. We're in the woods. So, so yeah, Joshua, our, our uh, guide yesterday, told us that there's almost a 
cult-like following for the E.T. ride. Okay, I want to be part he of it. He said if they ever decided to decommission that, that there would be there would be protests and it would be an uproar. And he said part of it is because of the smell of the ride. That you can go online and you can find, I'm not sure if they sell them here at Universal or not, but there are candles. The and I know you hate oh, scented candles, yeah. Kathy. But they create candles that are the smell of the E.T. ride but at the Universal. the final smell is Axe Body Spray. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. So it was, it was pine for the beginning. You're in the right. woods. Then and Stetson. Then uh, when the planet is sort of in disarray, it becomes like a smoky smell. Right. And then at the end, uh, you know, when it's re-energized and everything's back to beautiful normal, um, it's, he said, kind of like an Axe Body Spray. Right. When you get to uh, E.T.'s homeworld, it's clear that they are, they're, they're doing hallucinogenic. Yes, they are. Uh, it's, was, it's like a wonderful yeah. place, but it's like, man, there is a lot going on here. I, I'm not a psychedelics guy, but I'm telling you what, driving through them, like, if I ever trip, yeah. come in here. Preston, lick this blue thing. <laughs> well, you're you're going to freak out, man. <laughs> you're supposed you're to go back to, like, back on Haggard's ride. It's home planet, right? Like, it's a secret Yeah, yeah but Nick, I'm a, I was a fully accredited botanist That's on my right. home world, right. and now everyone wants to smell me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so th- it was uh, little tidbits uh, of knowledge like that that we got from the the guys yesterday. It was great. I, I think my top two were the uh, Velocicoaster and, and Hagrid's, but I really also enjoyed the King Kong ride and uh, the Mummy ride. Yeah. Th- those were really well done, and the King Kong ride... There's a part of the again, not to spoil too much, but like some of it's sort of CGI and um, and I guess digital, and yeah, then there's a, a practical yet. effect at the end. That was, was awesome. like, oh, crap. Yeah. yeah, that made the right. That was impressive. And you mentioned the mummy. Uh, the mummy's been around. Uh, it's it's based on the the Brendan Fraser right uh, mummy uh, franchise, and um, it's it's a it's part. He was telling us that the uh, the director of the film had some input. Uh, St- uh, Stephen um, Summers, I think it is. Um, do a quick check on it but he he did van helsing he did those movies he's he 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 always goes big with the with the stuff but he was very uh key into designing that ride so he he his input was he 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 wanted a he he, to his his two favorite things are haunted attractions and roller coasters and he said can we do both on this Mm. and they managed to do it so it's part um you know haunted house type of vibe uh, that goes into indoor roller coaster. Yeah. Indoor and roller it coaster is awesome. awesome, especially uh, yeah. in in the dark with flashes uh, of light, and you can't because you have no way to anticipate what you're going to go. You, you, okay, yeah. on a regular coaster, you can say, okay, I'm going to go shoot way up and then drop down, but in pitch black darkness, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, Stephen Summers was his name. Summers, okay. Yeah. Uh, and they use fire really well in that one. Yes. Uh, so impressive, isn't it? It is. Oh, they wandered over too. from my ride. So <laughs> he spent about nine seconds with me and then figured, let's move on to something more engaging. I get it. I've been getting this all the time I've been on Earth. We're, uh, when we're done today, uh, we are. We have a couple more hours before we fly out. Uh, is there anything else you guys are going to try and go do or maybe go buy or anything that you didn't get a chance to do yesterday? Well, Kathy's son was raving about, was it the rocket uh, coaster? Yeah, the red right here on, on yeah. this side, yeah. We'd, I didn't get to do that yesterday. We didn't get to do that. Um, so I might want to check that one out. That was the one where I was screaming, I will survive, uh, uh-huh. because you get to choose which song you listen right. to. And I was so nervous that, like, right as I didn't look through the songs and I just hit the the first one. When you when you do that ride, 
make sure you're, you're you're locked in because it takes you in all different angles and yes. it's really cool. But it, it helps if you're Steve locked in. Steve is correct. Yeah. Try to stay as still I'm as gonna, you can. I'm going to try to hit. I I, I definitely want to ride another ride, but um, you, I want to go to the SpongeBob store pants. Is what it's called. It's a sponge, full yeah. SpongeBob store. Store. Yeah. It's huge. The I want to go to that. I don't know if you guys saw when we were walking by, but the characters were in the window. I was like, oh, I kind of want to go no. see them. I know. Oh. It, was, it was Patrick, and I couldn't see who the other one was. It wasn't SpongeBob, but it was somebody else from okay. the show. It was Pat Riley. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's mm-hmm. one of the. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, Preston, just walking around, just the again, we're we're on the the Hollywood side, the side the side that's supposed to replicate Hollywood with the Brown Derby and all of this stuff. It that alone, just walking through, there are, there are people dressed as famous, iconic uh, characters, but. Uh, it's 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 clean. It's it's cool. Oh, There's yeah. always stuff going on next to us. Is uh, the diner from American Graffiti? Oh, awesome! Uh, you know, which is amazing. Yeah. Did you see Popeye in olive oil? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, saw them yesterday. <laughs> I, did. I didn't see too many characters yesterday. Wherever wherever our travels were taking us, I didn't see too many. But I've seen. Uh, here before the Scooby Doo gang yeah. is running around, uh, uh, the Simpsons, Mar- Mardi Gras stuff going on. Yep, crazy. Yep. Uh, but they have, uh, uh, and and they also do these experiences with uh, Optimus Prime, right? And, and who's the the bad guy? In Megatron. Megatron. And Megatron. Thank you. And they do experiences with uh, Velociraptors and stuff like that. These uh, not animatronic. They're they're. They're, uh, they can move these things at their will and Person, do really... Have you been to the E.T. ride? I, yes, I have been to the E.T. ride. Yes, Thank you. Ride. <laughs> you... It's interesting. And yeah, it's a cool effect. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they're amazing. What, what I miss is that they usually have a lot of times they have the uh, the actors in the Transformer, in the in the robot. Yeah. Front, yeah. And they engage with the with the passersby. It's very funny. They're yeah. doing almost like crowd work. It's great. Well, you know what? So we, we did get a little bit of a taste of that uh, right outside of Diagon Alley with the, the, the head from Harry Potter. Yes, Nick, what is yes. that? And from Azkaban. He's yeah. on, on the bus that goes, you know, the, the, the night bus. Shrinks. Yeah, the night bus that yeah. shrinks. And <laughs> Uh, and then so there was sort of the uh, old Cockney style British dude uh, would engage with you and then the, the shrunken head would uh, can talk to you and like there's somebody somewhere looking at you. Yeah, he's really talking to you. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. yeah, it yeah. was really funny. Uh, so they have things like that. And there's, like you said, Steve, there was a Mardi Gras band marching around and stuff. Great. And they do a, uh, a nightly parade that goes uh, somewhere into April, I think. Yeah, well, I got the, the dates here. Okay. I mean, the Mardi Gras celebration goes through or, yeah, April 16th. Oh, cool. I mean, that's, yeah, so there's plenty still of plenty of time to get down here for that. So a little bit later in the day, we, we took the Hogwarts Express uh, back to the other side of the park. And um, uh, unfortunately, our intern, Victoria, we didn't have our printed ticket for her. So we had to uh, step aside to guest services. And um, it all worked out just fine. But uh, the reason that it worked out just fine was a guy named Justin from New Hope was working at the desk. And he <laughs> said, so we, we got to chatting. And he said, what are you guys doing here? He said, well, we're doing a radio station show. And he said, oh, yeah, where are you from? Outside Philly. Uh, what's the radio station? MMR. He's like, MMR? And I was like, yeah, I work on the Preston and Steve show. And he says, you work for Preston and Steve? Yeah. On the other side on the other side of King's Cross Station was Preston. So I go, hey, Preston! Yeah. What? Justin wants to say hi! Oh, what's up? Hi, so, from New Hope! Justin oh. from New Hope, thank you so much for your help in getting Victoria uh, her ticket. And Justin wanted us to give a shout-out to Kyle from Point Pleasant. So, Justin from New Hope and Kyle from Point Pleasant, thank you guys so much. And then also, hello to Leanne Shine. Uh, Press, we ran into her on oh. Saturday night. Cherry Hill East. Cherry Hill East High School. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. <laughs> We're it's leaving. Crazy. We're leaving the park and we hear, Preston! <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe you're here! 
I'm like, well, Casey's here, too. It was great. She was That's awesome. Funny. And she thanked us for being oh. her companion in the car. And she we- said, I want to send an, an apology to Kyle. She said, it was so rude, and that was not my intention. So I don't remember her being. Uh, she said, she, she was kind of going, yeah, it's Kyle, but I don't know you, Kyle. That's okay, blah, 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 blah. And just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what about the intern here at Nolan. Universal? Nolan. What? Also it, from Reading. Oh, from Reading. Yeah. 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 The only reason he's here this morning is because he knew that we were coming this morning. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. 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 He got special permission from Universal and our friend Paula, who's been helping us out with so many things, and then oh, Carrie awesome. as well. So Nolan wanted to make sure. I mean, he's interning for Universal. He's like, any chance I could come see Preston and Steve? <laughs> oh. So he went up the Universal uh, ladder, and then they said, yeah, it's okay, and we made sure well, that he Did you want to say a quick hi to Paul, or do we want to? Nolan. Uh, to Paula? Yeah. Oh, Paula. Uh, well, we can't right now because right. it's uh, it's 10 of 8. Oh, so, okay. But, but we'll maybe we, if we get yeah. a chance, we can do that. Uh, but we do need to take a break because we still have more to talk about about being here. But I want to try to stay as close to on time as we can. We have stuff to give away. For that 8 o'clock uh, photo hunt that we're going to do. And your chance to end up where we are here at Universal Orlando Resort. And we have a trip for two. And airfare. Uh, provided by uh, Spirit as well. So it's a pretty sweet deal. That's more than sweet. Yeah, and it's one of five that we're going to give away. So why don't we go ahead and take a break, come back in a second, we'll do the Bizarre File, and it'll be close enough to eight that we'll we'll get this whole thing Excellent. started. So we'll come back in a second live, Universal Orlando Resort on MMR. It's a scientific fact. People like free shit. And at WMMR.com, you can find out how to score yourself some of that, like concert tickets, autographed gear, and even cash. Become an MMR VIP to get extra chances to enter online at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It is now time for the Preston and Steve Photo Hunt Challenge and your chance to win a trip to Universal Orlando Resort. It's happening right now. Here is the clue for you. Which part-time Florida resident and fightin' Phil is posing with Casey? This is in the Preston and Steve Universal Photo Hunt Challenge section of PrestonandSteve.com. So go to the website now. Go to PrestonandSteve.com. Click on the Preston and Steve Universal Photo Hunt Challenge. And then let us know. You have to be caller number 25. Which part-time Florida resident fightin' Phil is posing with Casey? 215-263-WMMR. Correctly identify that answer to the clue. You can win a trip for two 
Universal Orlando Resort with flights provided by Spirit. All right, is that how we're doing this? That's how we're doing it. We're taking the winner right now, right? All right. What? No, I didn't know we were taking the winner right now. It's okay. exciting. It's exciting. exciting. I think we can do that at any way we want, but I want to do it right now. I'm yeah. so excited. I want this to happen. So make sure that you go right now and be the 25th caller and let us know which part-time Florida resident, Fight and Phil, is posing with Casey. All right, 215-263-WMMR. And we will do the Bizarre File. All right, Jason, let's go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Where's that sound coming from? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's bro- <laughs> there you go, Paula. It's brought to you this morning by your friends at Pro Team Collision. You shouldn't be good at getting into an accident, but if you do. Uh, your friends at Pro Team Collision are there to help with all of your auto body repair needs. Visit ProTeamCollision.com. We're going to start with this. A security guard in Pittsburgh was dragged from a truck as he tried to stop thieves who took a giant foam carrot from the Clearview Mall. No, a giant foam carrot. The three-foot carrot was part of an Easter display, and the mall's security guard gave chase when suspects appeared to take the carrot and run to a Chevy pickup. The guard attempted to open the truck door and then was dragged for a quarter mile at about 35 miles an hour. Now, he wasn't injured, thankfully. Was there an enormous rabbit sitting in the back of that vehicle? Anyone with information is encouraged to notify local authorities. So, No no idea as to why they would clip that? I hope it was worth it, guys. Yeah. No. I'm thinking they were just doing something stupid. Right, a prank. And then it turned into, oh, my God, we got to get out of here. We're going to get in trouble. We and then, a lot of good men that day. Yeah. <laughs> and now we dragged the security guard for a quarter mile, and we're going to jail. Uh, so this viral teenage prank has resulted in several arrests in Japan. Uh, it's called sushi terrorism. Did you guys see this? No. Sushi terrorism. Yeah, the prank involves contaminating food at conveyor belt sushi restaurants. Yes. It's disgusting. By pouring wasabi, licking or otherwise tampering with the fish. So it's like, you remember a while ago, people were taking the tops off of ice cream at uh, at refrigerated sections of uh, supermarkets? Yep. It's the same thing. Uh, So viral videos on social media show the high schoolers touching raw fish with a licked finger and licking soy sauce bottles. Uh, Shishiro, a popular chain, has seen its parent company, uh, stock drop in the aftermath of these incidents. Just, That's not the right word. Go ahead. Uh, police have arrested several social media influencers connected to the trend. Uh, so this is really, really prevalent right now? Yeah, apparently. Wow. The crime of forcible obstruction of business carries a maximum penalty of three years, by the way, so they could get into quite a bit of trouble. Are you are you uh, comfortable with that stuff, stuff passing by on a conveyor belt? I've never done the conveyor belt sushi thing, so yeah. I don't know about that. I went to a place that had it at just regular food, almost like an automat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not down with that. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so, Kevin Witherspoon died unexpectedly last week. Uh, Frank Chapman uh, who was saying in a comment about Corey Curlin Funeral Homes and Crematory in Jacksonville, he said, they took care of my mom really good, so I was expecting them to do the same thing with my brother. Uh, he said his family paid more than $2,000 for an hour-long visitation for family and friends. Uh, Witherspoon was supposed to be cremated after the fact. Instead, they ended up with more grief. Chapman said, I went down there yesterday to check uh, on the clothes for him, and they didn't say anything. 
They no. said everything was fine, but later on, around 4, they called me and they told me they accidentally cremated him. They cremated oh. him before the viewing. Yes, they did. So that's why there was a large photo of him in the coffin. Yes, the news it was extremely shocking for loved ones who travel from all around the country to say goodbye. Witherspoon's brother-in-law, Ronald Jackson, said the most painful part was not being able to sit and look at him. That's not my brother. That's a cardboard cutout of Han Solo. He said, <laughs> see, I know. He said, see my with my own two, ni- two eyes, my brother-in-law. Was he a Star Wars fan? <laughs> the... <laughs> The funeral director would not comment on what happened. Uh, this was a non-incinerated body. Uh, Jackson said that he would like the funeral home uh, to be held responsible and learn from his family's grief. So. I wonder how often that happens. I mean, because if that's part of the process, you know, yeah. um, I guess it can happen occasionally. Mm, yeah. There's nothing they can do to piece them back together. Not that I have heard <laughs> of as far as yeah. That's a brother milkshake I'm holding. Oh, my God. A uh, former manager of Walmart in northern Illinois has been arrested months after police say she stole more than $100,000 from her wow. store. Mm, like in one shot. She wasn't like bleeding it. She just took it all. In cash you or merchandise? To... In cash, I believe. Wow. Hey, oh, in cash, because merchandise. What are you going to find at Walmart that's going to total? <laughs> so, dollars. Uh, Melissa Vanderwall was working as a night manager for a Walmart in Joliet when she left the store with $135,000 in cash. Uh, she emptied money from cash recyclers that are used to restock the store's cash registers. Uh, Vanderwall then abruptly ended her shift and exited the store with the money in a shopping bag. You have to think a lot of this stuff is uh, to get money for drugs, right? I mean, to, to do something that, that obvious and that stupid? Maybe so, yeah. Uh, surveillance footage captured Vanderwall stealing the money, and a warrant was issued for her arrest. And court records show that Vanderwall uh, was taken into custody on Tuesday, March 7th, and she reportedly turned herself in. I wonder what the most expensive thing at a Walmart might be. The Fabergé eggs. The Fabergé eggs. Electronics. Electronics, automotive, USB connectors, and Mm -hmm. jerky. And jerky. I didn't even think. And and live bait. bait. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Shotgun shells. I'm I'm surprised they had that much cash on hand at that store. Well, you got some high rollers coming. You know, we're having a whale come in tonight. (laughs) It is like the Bellagio in Dubai. (laughs) Not Abu Dhabi. Oh, my God. Well, they... People the don't like the Flintstones, but the people from Abu Dhabi do. This is true. We have learned that from history. <laughs> All right, we go. There we go. And that's what I that's have good. in the All bizarre right. file for you. We're going to wrap up right there. All right, so uh, we're looking to give this away. Ooh. Right now, we I- have a trip to Universal Orlando Resort to give. I'm so excited about this to yeah. be able to pass this on to other people. And this is for uh, people, and flights are provided by Spirit. So all we have to do is go get a winner. And make somebody extremely happy. Uh, so we're going to go to the phone lines. And I was looking for... Hang on, i got beads all over my mouth. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Mardi Gras Mardi down Gras. here, by the way. So they've got beads everywhere. Uh, so we were going to go to caller number 25. And that just so happens to be uh, Phil, who's on the line. Hi, Phil. Good morning. Good morning. Get Zooks. Get Zooks to you, Phil. You feeling good, man? I'm feeling excellent today. How are you feeling? We're wonderful. We will do even better if we find out that you win this trip to Universal Orlando Resort. So I'm going to ask you this question, Phil. Let's see if you know the answer to it. Which part-time Florida resident and fighting Phil is posing with Casey in our Preston and Steve Universal Photo Hunt Challenge? Reese 
Hoskins. He says it's Reese Hoskins, and he would be correct. So happy for you, Phil. Wow. Dude, congrats. This is awesome. So, Phil. I'm so happy. This is fantastic. Yes. You have won yourself a trip for two, and you are coming to where we are now, to Universal Orlando Resort, and flights are provided uh, by Spirit. And from sending you on a high-speed coaster to putting a towering volcano right outside your hotel room, nobody tests the limits of absolute awesome like Universal Orlando Resort, and you are going to be here, my man. This is awesome. WMMR is awesome. Uh, have you ever been here before, Phil? I have been there a long time ago when the kids were little, but we just came back from Walt Disney World about two, three weeks ago. All right, so you're gonna this is gonna rock your world. Yes. I'm, we're gonna love it. All we right. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Hang on just a second, Phil. We'll get all of your information and we will set you up with a trip to the place, Orlando, Universal Orlando Resort. And uh, I can't wait to hear yes. how all five of these separate winners are going to feel after they experience what we've done the past We've years. never had a conga line of trips of this level to give away. I mean, we've given away some pretty badass trips over the years. But to have this throughout the entire week is pretty amazing. And it was a lot of the, the predicate for, for doing this, yeah. you know, and coming out. We, we've been wanting to come here for years. Yes. We just figured we were a pariah. Yep. But, <laughs> but uh, we finally made it down. We know we, we our show's a little different than a lot of the ones that come through here. But, yep. yeah, no, they've been fantastic. Yep. Turns out you need to reach out to them and uh, tell them, uh, you know, how much and you want to come here. And then a lot, and then they say, yes, you <laughs> yeah. can. It's a wonderful thing. All right, so uh, with that done, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We're starting to see guests uh, mill in and about the area as the park is opening up. We're sitting here in the Hollywood uh, Boulevard section of Universal Orlando Resort, so we're returning a little bit on MMR. Stay with us. It's MMR's Local Shots, Artists of the Month. Hailing from Fishtown, it's Velvet Rouge. the air every Wednesday at 6.30 with your host, Brent Porsche. Search local shots right now at WMMR.com for even more exceptional local music. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. And the station that's always supported Philly's music scene. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. When we hit the road with the show and, uh, you know, we've been doing this for a ridiculous amount of years um we usually try to replicate some form of what we do in our studio back at the radio station and right. rodney is a genius and comes up with these great ways but uh, you know to set up and make sure we feel comfortable and we have uh, a good broadcast situation obviously we were at the ballpark on uh friday in clearwater and then we come here totally different story <laughs> great studios beautiful studios here at universal uh which are made for this very thing for the radio shows to come in and do their show and uh talk about what a great time they're having which is what you do when you come here to universal yeah. and uh so we're, we're lucky to have a, a spot that feels very very comfortable doing our radio show like sometimes you have these things you got to work out <laughs> and, and, and through the entire show it just doesn't feel right this feels pretty damn good yes. oh, yeah. no. uh, so we thank uh our friends at universal for setting us up with this and we we have one who is here with us. Uh, we just met her this morning, but Nick, you've been in contact with her for a while, right? So instrumental in making all of this happen, and uh, we wouldn't be sitting here right now if not for our next guest. All right, our friend Paula is here with us this morning. Paula, hold on. 
Uh, what happened there? All right, Paula, what is your last name, by the way? Paula Bowers. Bowers. All right, and where are you from, Paula? Before? I, before Universal? Universal, yes. Uh, um, originally from upstate New York. Oh, oh right. Whereabouts? Saratoga. Saratoga with the uh, the racing and the all racing, that stuff. Right, you weren't involved in racing, were you? Uh, I you a bookie? A I bet a lot. <laughs> Don't ask my husband why I what? got that Naira app uh, on my phone. What's your, what's your position here? What's uh, the I title? I am a retired employee. Yeah. Team, really? Team member here from Universal. I retired a little over a year ago, and I come back and I help uh, when they need uh, help on production. I heard you really? say earlier that it, you retired, but it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I failed. It didn't <laughs> well, so I've been chatting with a woman named Carrie for the better part of uh, two months or so, yes. and then uh, Chantal has also been really helpful in making sure that uh, all the prizing uh, has worked out and then the broadcast itself. But Carrie is actually driving down today from New York to yes. Orlando. So in her stead, Paula has stepped in and been able to be really, really helpful oh. for us. So once we got here, uh, you know, I was ch- started chatting with Paula, I guess, on Thursday or Friday um, and then made sure that everything went well yesterday and everything went well today. And it's been great. Hey, you know what, uh, Paula, and in, in, I, I don't know what level of expertise, how, how long were you uh, a team member here? Officially a team member for eleven years. Eleven years, all right. So but you ten know, years before that, you know a thing or two about this uh, oh, resort. Please don't ask me. <laughs> so listen, Steve You're and I test my brain. Well, I'm retired. Well, we were just wondering out loud earlier, like how many about people work here to keep this whole thing going. I mean. Thousands? Uh, hundreds? Thousands? I, I, last time I remember, it was over 10,000. Oh, it would have to be. My God. It would have well, to be. you have the, uh, the all the resorts. Yeah. You have the three theme parks. Mm. And then you have the creative team, which is building the new parks. Okay. So, and the new, there is a new park that is, uh, uh, we heard Epic. 2025, 20, is that the expected that's, opening? That's the rumor. Wow. Okay. And that's, mm-hmm. there was a, a thing that appeared online with a, with a Mario Kart ride that I think is part of that. So it's, it's going to be confirmed, nor does. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I love I how they they keep things secret. They, they keep things good. secret. When I last time I was here, I forgot what year it was, but they were um, they were constructing the King Kong Skull Island attraction. Yes. And we were on a tour. We had a tour guide, and they had all the uh, um, uh, they had the the fences up and everything. You could not see in there. And they were like, I, I can't even, I can't show you guys a peek of that at all. I would be fired like that. <laughs> and there were there was somebody that, that was climbing up to try and see over the fence. And, like, security came over immediately. There was like, no, we cannot allow this. You keep, they keep everything very, very close to the vest when it comes yes, to new well, attractions. Yes, when I was walking you in this morning, the construction on... Uh, Despicable, or uh, Minions. The minions. Yeah. Just keep walking this way. <laughs> right, yeah. right. There's a new ride. Say yeah. nothing. Yeah. You know what I found amazing, though, for uh, because uh, a few guys had been here before, is that there's always something new. You know, if, yeah. even if you come back next year or in two years to this park, something will have been, uh, you know, phased out, and then a new thing has come in. And Steve, you weren't able to do the uh, the Velocicoaster a couple times ago, and now it's here. And so, like, for that, even though you were here relatively recently, yeah. there was a new coaster for you this time around. In fact, it sort of threw me off the sent because I was asking a lot of questions and then they they brought me back and beat me with the rubber hose. <laughs> oh, that's smart. They, yeah, they, sure. So uh, they were throwing me off the trail about what it was going to be, and I thought it was going to be something entirely different. But uh, no, it's it's very cool. Uh, and I was, you know, the, the the fact that a fourth park is kicking in and that you have all these options is great. Uh, but for for all of the you know. All of the amount of people that are here and all of the things that are constantly going on, there's the people, the staff, very helpful. I mean, there's, you know, you're, you're not just wandering going, what the hell's going Everybody's on? Everybody's happy and that, to be here. To be able to give yeah. that sort of, it, it, you do have a f- sort of one-on-one, 
you're being taken care of feeling, which a lot of times you don't get. Well, management really empowers the team members right. to make the guests happy. Yeah, and they do. They, damn it, they do. Yeah, you I'm could just, tell. I was talking about that yesterday, about, about everybody had, had a smile for us, yeah. and it was pleasant, and even when there was like a hiccup or something like that, the team members wanted to help out, and yeah. you know, it's, it's the experience to the, uh, the customer, the guest. And I think, and not only that, but like uh, with one another, you can see that there's a, like a, a great kinship between employees. <laughs> yeah. In fact, uh, we had Joshua was giving us a tour, and at one point we stopped, and he was telling us uh, something about the attractions, and there was a dude on stilts. The mummy. It was right by the mummy. The yeah. Mummy, yeah. And the dude on stilts came over and started interacting yeah. with Joshua, and I, and I was like, I'm like, do these guys know each other? I feel like they know each other, but they, you know, they, Probably you know, Joshua not. just kept going on yeah. with his spiel. And, a guy on stilts yeah. would like. Jack yeah. Peck. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Like, yeah. really, mm-hmm. dude was in some serious shape. <laughs> well, he's supposed to be like an Egyptian guard. It was yeah. great. Yeah. But not I didn't give it to anybody. You know, and you, you walk through these these attractions, and you walk down the street, and you, and you get in line, and you're waiting in line for a ride or attraction, and you just, everybody is blown away with the attention to detail. And, and it's oh, like, yeah. you, you know, you, you could go on and, and over-decorate something or, or, you know, or over-design something, but it's not. And, and just everything is meticulous. And, you know, Nick, you're just talking about the Harry Potter world. And, uh, you know, like, I, I just, you know, right. like, I, I don't even have the words. I'll give you an example. So we were in this waiting area before uh, uh, Hagrid's ride, and uh, we were underneath this big pavilion. It went up, you know, a few stories, and it's supposed to be the inner workings of, uh, like, a, a clock tower. And inside there, you could look up if, if you had the time to stop and look around, and there are fake owls that are up in there. Well, not only were there owls up there, <laughs> and not only did it look properly weathered as if it had been there for ages and ages, but there were bird crap stains <laughs> that were, I mean, it's it on. perfect detail, yeah. Yeah. you know? And that's the thing. So if you have idle time and you end up either having to wait or you're waiting on other people, uh, you know, some friends or family members have gone and do something else. There's something to the eye that can occupy you for a while. No, absolutely. And, and if you look, if you take the time to look, I mean, it's all sensory overload. That's why multiple days here is key because then you get to zone, you, you get to, to focus in a little bit more. Your, 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 your focus becomes more precise and you can see these little details that just make you go, man, <laughs> yeah. really? It's kind of tricky. That's awesome. Yeah. Bird crap painter. That's a job. Yeah, you could certainly do that. You could do that in retirement. So, you you say you so you're you're you've retired, but you how often are you called back? Are you here constantly? Enough to earn some travel money. All right, there you go. And this facility here, the broadcast facility, is that one of your main? Yes. Okay. All right. It's very cool. Yeah, we we feel right at home here. Yeah, most definitely. I enjoy having you. (laughs) I know we probably we come in a little bigger, but yeah, no, we appreciate all the accommodations you made. There was more than one moment yesterday where we're wandering around, and it is a bit of sensory overload because, especially when you go from one part to the other, uh, you're like, oh wait, wasn't I just in Harry Potter land, and now I'm in John uh, in uh, the Jurassic Park world or whatever. Um, but I was saying this to Preston when we were walking through the Simpsons section of the park. Somebody 30, 35 years ago, Matt Groening or whomever, 
had a drawing and uh, made a joke about Moe's and, and Duff beer and whatever else. And now you're sort of living in that experience. And that, to yeah. me, is really surreal. All of a sudden, you're drinking, you know, a, a, Mo's, a Flaming Moe or, or a Duff beer right out of the tap. Yeah. And you're looking to the left, and you're like, oh, there's King Toots and whatever else. Like, that's... The, the the way that they've replicated something from a cartoon that's been on air for 34 years now and made it a living experience is, is nothing short of miraculous in my mind. It's so impressive. Yep. And I also I find it funny that one a really fun ride is a Jimmy Fallon ride. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, You're like, so how awesome. do you turn the Tonight Show into a ride? And they did, and it was fun. And and talk about, you know, things to do while you're waiting. Like, I loved that little waiting area. Yeah. That little huge waiting area. But, it, you know, you see all the history and the different hosts, and it was cool. Yeah. Except the barbershop. Yeah. 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 The Roots. The uh, music yeah. that the Roots was playing. Yeah. I'll tell you a little secret that okay. a lot of people don't realize is that when you are here with family and sometimes somebody doesn't want to do a ride. They don't get to experience. They sit outside Mm -hmm. on the steps and they wait for the family to come out. However, they can go through the ride Mm -hmm. queue and decide not to ride the ride. And then they can do a child swap if they have kids that are just wait for everyone because there's so much information in those queues oh, yeah. that they miss it by waiting outside. Yeah, yeah. We, had, we had an experience like that yesterday. We rode the, uh, the Velocicoaster, uh, Casey and I did, and we're in line and there's a, uh, a father and the son, and the son was probably... 10, 11 years old, something, yeah, something like that like case. That, yeah. And he's 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 going, I don't know, Aww. I don't know, as we're getting closer. And Casey and I are going, come on, man, you got to do this. I said, this is the best roller coaster I have ever been on in my entire life. Yep. And I think they had been on Hagrid's, and, and they yeah. were like, better than Hagrid's? We're like, yeah, very well might be better. I mean, it's a different thing. And so we get all the way up, we're getting on the cart, the kid's jumping on, and he walked all the way through. And, <laughs> and we were like, oh, man. But while in line for that, there's some really cool stuff. They have this part where um, uh, you're, you're supposed to be in in the containment area for the Velociraptors, and they have these uh, um, essentially Velociraptor heads that come through the wall, mm-hmm. yep. and and they're restrained. Right. Um, but their animatronics, uh, you can see they're resisting and they're moving around. Their eyes are blinking. They're kind of snarling and making that noise yeah. out of their nose. And I was just fascinated by that. I took some video of it, some close-up video. So you have that, and then there's a little storyline that goes in there with Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. And uh, they, they present to the audience, and you're learning why you're there and what went wrong and why the Velociraptors are out and why we need to be careful. And it's things like that. So that is a little show in unto itself, Yes, and, and a lot of people miss it because yeah. they're waiting. They don't want to go on the ride, and they, they sit outside in the heat and the sun. Mm-hmm. And they miss so much of the attractions. Just they don't have to ride them. Yes, they can still and change their mind at the last minute. It's comfortable inside those it's air conditioning. Those Many places to wait. Yeah, and uh, and like in, in the Harry Potter realms, uh, as you're going through the line, there's the talking paintings. There's the fat lady. Oh, there's uh, you owl know, crap. When, yeah, there's owl crap <laughs> all over the place. Screaming Myrtle. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Moaning Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle. Yes, yeah. and uh, yeah. It's it's that that whole full experience to the waiting in line, and uh, and they also do the thing which I think designers. I mean, just I'm, 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 I, I take it on as to when you're when you're in kind of those uh, switchback uh, you know uh, lines. Uh, they, there's a lot of turns, so you're not looking at this. Yeah. ridiculously yeah. <laughs> long line of people going, oh my God, when are we going to get there? You turn the corner, you go into a new room. There's more people standing in line, but it's a new room. 
mm-hmm. and there's some there are other things for you to look at and to take in, and so they they move you from room to room and entertain you in each room, and so it can it can make the time fly right. No, by. it's absolutely set up. You, you guys have been doing this for years. So it's absolutely set up. Yeah. <clears throat> the right way. So uh, and yeah. The, and, and the app is great too yeah. because if you use the universal app. It literally will tell you the waiting times. And if I recall, Paula, because I, I didn't, we, we had a tour guide yesterday, so I didn't get to use it. But I, um, uh, can you set up alerts for, for when yeah, when there are sh- shorter lines? Alerts and virtual queues for some of the lines. Virtual you, queues? Yeah, you can go and stand in line without standing in line. Stand in line without standing Shut in line. Shut up! Huh? Get the hell out of here! Get oh. Who the hell are you? <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Yeah. No, I didn't know that. So you had that. the VIP tour. You got you I got. Know. The, we got, you, we, we got did the, get yeah. privileged. Yeah. You got privileged. Yep, we got privileged. <laughs> but uh, it was uh, it was so we could share these experiences with you. Yeah. Uh, but that express line, uh, that express pass, is no joke. Yep. Staying at the on-site hotels is really a great benefit. That. Some other theme parks don't allow you to. So wait a minute. So if you stay at the hotel properties, you get an express pass? Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Okay. At at some of the premium hotels, yes. And free uh, early Early entry. Early park admission. Which, by the way, so we're looking at early park admission and people walking through the streets. I don't know why. But it makes me antsy and feels like I should I go get in line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna miss out. We're gonna miss out. Yeah. Just wrap up the show right now. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. It's uh, yeah, only so 8:37. Preston and I had a, a few minutes before dinner last night. I'm like, I think we could probably get on Velocicoaster one more time. So we did. Yeah. And then after that, uh, we went to what I think was named the best restaurant in like. All the theme parks and all the land. We went to Mythos last Mythos. night for dinner. Yeah. I mean, can you talk about Favorite. that? Favorite. Yeah. Favorite. I haven't been there in a while, but it is a chef-awarded mm-hmm. restaurant on-site, fine dining, and it has won numerous awards over the years for theme park dining. It's a Mediterranean, yeah. uh, right? Is that uh... A little bit of this and that. Yeah. No. It's got some other things, like, too. Yeah. Uh, Pad Thai used to be my yep. favorite. Yep. They uh, had that, and there was ravioli and other other things. Yes. But you could get, like, I had a couscous kebab couscous. thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, but listen, when you think, uh, when you think theme park, Food like automatically, my mind goes to very specific things. You know, yeah. burgers, funnel and, cakes. And, and, I had a corn dog. Casey had a corn dog. <laughs> yeah. I had a corn dog, and you can find that here if you want it. Mm-hmm. But over in Diagon Alley, uh, I had uh, it was called Toad in a Hole. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was called to- uh, yeah at the Leaky Cauldron. Yes, and that was a uh, sausages cooked in a Yorkshire pudding. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and and oh, and by the way, uh, if, if you want booze at your at your theme park, yeah. You have found it. Universal. You have yeah. found it. And you know what? I it I especially during Mardi Gras. Oh yeah, yeah it's yeah, Mardi Gras. Yeah, yeah. And I, I have to tell you that I I experienced nothing but pleasant people. I'm yeah. talking about the other guests. I didn't see anybody being rude to me personally or anything mm-hmm. like that. Which mm-hmm. you can almost guarantee any theme park I've ever gone to, you run into a couple people here and there. But I think it's because of the booze. I think yeah. everybody's the booze. <laughs> I think everybody's happy. Yeah, yeah. They found the solution. <laughs> Just keep everyone snockered. Um, uh, no, I mean like premium cocktails, like like the real deal, not not uh, not well drinks and stuff like that, and and different varieties of beer. They had uh, I had like a, a a sweet stout at the Leaky Cauldron. Got back to the uh, Wizards Brew. We took the boat ride in and out yesterday from uh, where we were staying, the hotel, and uh, I'd never been on a boat taxi like that before, which was fun. It's a really cool and convenient way to get into the park. But uh, Kathy and I got around to the <laughs> to the boat around the same time. Kathy had a margarita, and she was They're like, "You can't ride with that." I was like, "Oh, really?" Guy goes, "Yeah, really." There's a giant 
sign right here. I was like, all right. So I was like, all right, I'll go wait with Nick. But you can wait in line on the attractions with a pounder oh, in your yes, hand you if can. you want to. They have trash cans along the way. Kyle, we were going to a ride on Saturday, and he went and got a, a Heine, a fresh, you know, pounder, Heine, 16-ouncer. And and we're uh, we're about to go stand in line to ride. I'm like, I think he's going to have to throw it out away. No, <laughs> stood in line, enjoyed it. There are other people enjoying theirs as well. And uh, just as long as you, right. you got to get rid of it before you get on the ride. But I think you're right. I think that's why people are because you're happy. I didn't see anybody who was like you know trashed or no. anything like that. No. I think because no. well, first of all, you want to ride the rides. You can't drink too much and then ride them. But it makes people a little happier. Yeah. I want to uh, talk to Marissa about because uh, you know she did some other things that were that are inside the park, but but not necessarily park attractions. And uh, she went to a dueling piano bar okay. oh, after cool. dinner last night, and she was hanging out with... Um, Paula, can... Uh, no, she can use my mic. You can use your yeah, mic? Yeah, okay. okay, come over here. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was on City Walk, right? Yeah, City okay. Walk. It's Pat O'Brien's, and it's the exact same Pat O'Brien's that is in New Orleans. Oh! If anyone's been there, it's I like have. this massive piano bar. Yeah. You walk in, it's foliage, and it's kind of a big Irish bar. Um, yeah, you get hurricanes and all the drinks. There was a um, group of cheer moms. Yes. Their daughters had won that day, so they were all celebrating for their daughters. Okay. It was That's great. cool. Nice. And, Paula, you know what I've seen a lot of um, uh, kids, uh, like high school uh, orchestras and bands and stuff like that. There were some in our uh, in our hotel. There's spring break going on for a lot of the schools, so mm-hmm. they're all here, and they perform. They actually um, create their own parade during the day. Oh, cool. They're doing their, their own parade? Yeah. They oh, that's have, awesome. They, have, they march through the park. Okay. I mean, that's just even more coordination uh, that I'm oh. just so impressed by, because you have, like, your, your obvious shows, right, at the, from park employees, but then you have to coordinate shows with people who don't work here. Yeah, they, um, for the high High schools, they have a program where schools can come and learn sound design for what? movies. Wow. That's pretty cool. What? And how to create fold the Foley system and crescendos, you know, during oh. suspenseful times. And they attend this little class for a day, and then they're able to perform out in the park. And then they march the parade route. So one of the things we did we didn't have on our our VIP tour yesterday was the actual sound studios uh, part of here because they film. Movies and TV shows and all that stuff. And they actually have sound stages uh, that are set up for that. And there's several of them, right? Oh, you're asking. Yeah. All right, Paula doesn't know. We'll She's retired yes. right, right now. Dana. He, will, he can tell you uh, two, four, six, eight or nine stages. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. That are there. And Big warehouse fully, fully stages. Big classic, stages. yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. Universal Studios. I mean, yep. so they make movies. And, and the, the Los Angeles component of the, of the parks, the resorts, uh, they've got even more. That's more. that's yes. where they do a lot of filming, active sets when you're there. Uh, and like, you know, uh, they they still have the uh, um, oh uh, Hill Valley was that the name of uh, yes. in uh, Back to the Future mm-hmm. like that that whole Times Square that's all set up there it's really cool but they've got pieces of that here too uh, which is awesome so train in the car yeah right yeah the so DeLorean. it's all uh, I did see the DeLorean. I did. I was very excited to see that. And when we were in Jurassic Park, our guide was telling us, uh, and this was Paige, our other guide, uh, was telling us inside, right outside of the Velocicoaster ride, when you go inside there, there's a um, uh, a restaurant, um, and they have the T-Rex skeleton in there. 
that is the one that was used in that first film. Really? The actual physical oh, cool. one that yeah. they've got set up. So there are physical parts of movies that are here that you've seen. Uh, Paul, I have a question for you, and I don't know, our guide may have answered this yesterday, but I didn't hear him, but there is a lot of Jaws memorabilia here, um, and, but no Jaws ride. Was there... One, at one point, a Jaws ride here? Yes. Okay. Where the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley oh, okay. is was once Jaws. Okay. Okay. Wow. Do you have a favorite part of the park, Paula? My favorite ride is a toss-up between Mummy and Transformers. Okay. They're both cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're both a multimedia. Transformers too. is a two-level attraction. Right. right. So you go on the the downstairs and there's a point where you get into an elevator and the elevator goes up to the second floor and then you do the attraction on the second floor you get back in the elevator come back down I can't figure out where I come down. <laughs> oh, in the ride? Right. Yeah. In the ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, can, I can figure out when I go up, but I can't figure out one part of it when I come down. <laughs> yeah, they, those, and those rides play off the vertigo thing big time. And like there may, may, I'm sorry. Go ahead. There may have maybe a little hint in there from the previous attraction of Kong. In yeah, we saw it. Oh, yeah. oh, that's we in did. The Mummy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We saw it. We saw yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We were cool. inside of the old There's King Kong Easter egg. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. there are a ton of little Easter eggs around here. And when we were walking through um, where the you know the Marvel comic strips and stuff, the uh, the artist uh, we had the heard names. the mm-hmm. names. Uh, he has written his name is Adam, and his name is in every single piece of. Meanwhile, art. I didn't. You guys were all like, "There it is! There it is!" I was like, "I didn't see one <laughs> time." Yeah. 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 Did you see the big Stan Lee sign? Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, she missed the Stan Lee. Sign. I didn't see the Stan, Stan Lee, Lee sign. appears throughout the entire. Uh, Spider-Man ride. Yep. He's in multiple locations. Well, and, and when we were coming back from dinner last night at uh, at Mythos, we wandered into a part of the park I didn't even know was, was here. I, I walked in. I'm like, I haven't seen any of this. And what, we're leaving. What was it? It was, um, it continued in that kind of earthy looking mountainous um uh, you know, Poseidon's style. Fury? And what's that? Poseidon's Fury? That must have been it. What is Poseidon's Fury? Is that a ride? It's very cool. It's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's like illusion. a water ride. It, it, right? Yeah. Well, you're, it's more like a, like a presentation, yeah, like a, a stage show. Theater, oh. theater type show. Yeah, yeah. That, you travel that had... from room to room. Yeah. Oh. So you, there's a <laughs> part where you walk, Preston, and this time? is very cool. You get yeah, to see. Yeah, you should check that out. Where the water, you're walking down a tunnel, and the water starts arching over you, creating a water tunnel. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Cool. yeah, and speaking of water, there's a, there's a ride that I never would have thought twice about because it's it's Dudley Do-Right, and I, did, I haven't cared about Dudley Do-Right and who knows how long, but that water flume ride, that Dudley Do-Right water flume ride looks awesome. It, like, shoots you out at the end. Oh. You're like... Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. Getting, it's also, going, oh, oh, crap, I'm getting wet. Uh, yeah. 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 It looked like it gets soaked. So, for, for, like yesterday when it was like 61 degrees, it wouldn't have been so cool. But a week when we came the first time, it was it was pretty hot, like yeah. baking hot, and that was fantastic. You wrote it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, it's great. It's And you, you're right. You shoot right out. It's not like a, a lazy sort of flume just going down. Right. You're in your, you, you shoot out of that thing. Yeah. At the bottom are what looks like level four, you know, white water rapids. Yes. It's pretty wild. Nice. Uh, I love this place. Yeah. This is so great. Mm. Um, so, all right, well, listen, tomorrow we'll have your opportunity to win another trip. We're excited about that, obviously. And then the day after and the day after and the day after and all that stuff. So, Paula, thank you. It was great to talk to My you. My pleasure. Thank and you. And we guys appreciate for your help. Yeah. It's Paula Bowers. Yay! From Universal Resorts uh, in Orlando. <laughs> we had enough microphones for everybody. Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, so, it's looking like it's going to be a gorgeous day. We had nothing but uh, cloud cover yesterday. Although uh, that wasn't all. 
awful. No. It wasn't that bad, really. I, I mean, thought it was a great day for our it, it was, yeah. yeah. You weren't exhausted by the heat. You weren't sitting out yep. there frying. And, yep. uh, and also, it's probably a little bit warmer down here than it was back in Pennsylvania yesterday, too. So, no complaints. And by late in the day, it actually kind of warmed up a little yeah, bit. And, and just became flat-out pleasant. So, uh, I think we kind of got lucky. And just real quick, the, yep. on, on Friday uh, at the Phil's game, sitting outside at the ballpark, oh. and that just was like heaven. It was so nice <laughs> being there. So, uh, just to flash back to that real quick. It yeah. was such a great experience being there in March. If you ever get a chance to come down for uh, for spring training, do it. And we didn't get a chance to really recap any of that because you know we uh, when we stopped, uh, that's when the gates opened up and right. then the game started to happen. And uh, it was just an ocean of green. I didn't know everybody was buying all their green Philly stuff yeah. and bringing it down for the game, but that was impressive. Yeah, and it was like being at home. It was like being in South Philly. Yeah, I, I mean, was walking along, I, I saw I saw so many people. I saw the gentleman who installed the sprinkler system at my house. Just stand- <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and and uh, uh, so there. I mean, and even here at the park, um, at Universal. Because so many people decided to marry those things together, yeah. um, was just walking around. You're seeing loads of of Eagles paraphernalia, Phillies paraphernalia. Yeah. It's it's pretty amazing. And Nick and I ended up hanging out with somebody. Had no idea this was going to happen. Uh, he's a total Phil's geek. Like he's all about baseball, all about the Phillies. And it was you know, Miles Teller's dad, what? the actor's dad, Mike. Was there and he's texting. I'm sit- he's sitting next to me. He's texting Miles oh. while we were talking because Hi, Reese had Reese had hit a home run. Yes, and uh, it was Reese's birthday and and we were kind of small talking. And he, and he goes, he got yeah. It was just uh, I, I told my son that Reese got a home run and he got back to me and told me that it was his birthday and I go oh, yeah we just had him on a radio show earlier this morning and he goes oh a radio station I go WMMR and he's like oh oh my god yeah I know MMR and he's like well being a radio you might know my son it's Miles Teller and I'm like no way. <laughs> <laughs> So we had this nice long conversation. He was telling me all about his career and where he grew up when he got the acting bug and then what his uh, next projects are coming up. He's Right now he's in England filming a movie with Anya Taylor-Joy, uh, which is going to be out probably in 2025. And so, but he was just, he was so proud of his son and, oh, uh, course, and happy man. with his yeah. accomplishments. Yeah. Uh, you know, grew up in Downingtown and then uh, spent a lot of his youth in Cape May, did Miles. Um, and then Mike, his dad, Mike Teller, has been down in Florida for a number of years, but uh, totally familiar with MMR. So after you left Preston, I got to sit down and chat with him and you had told me that it was Mike Teller, Miles' father. And so, but I wasn't quite sure who he was. And I went up, and, and our buddy John Brazier had sort of set him aside, and he introduced Mike did introduce himself to me. And he said, "Hi, I'm I'm, uh, I'm Mike." And I was like, "Oh, you're Miles' dad." Yeah. And and it turns out, and the same similar conversation, just yeah, chatting Nick, about. I just got stuck talking to this lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy said the said the nicest things about Preston and a huge baseball fan and uh, it was just cool to chat baseball with him. Yeah. They got to go to a bunch of games in the postseason last year and Miles normally comes to spring training but because he's filming that movie in, in London he wasn't able to make it this time around. So his dad Mike told me this story and I thought it sounded familiar to me when the Phils were in the World Series and Miles was at the game uh, they zoom in to Miles obviously yeah. and and they put his name underneath on yeah. graphics said Miles Teller and his dad was next to him, and somebody had written Bruce Springsteen. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, they thought that his dad, Mike, was Bruce Springsteen. That's he right. didn't look anything like Bruce, yeah. right? And so they switch away. They they realize their mistake. 
Later on, they pan back over to Mike, and underneath the graphic says, not Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Uh, so he, Miles he, listed as Clarence Clemens. He, is, yeah, he, yeah, he the Holy Street Band was there. Massive mistake. Oh my God. Uh, so that, that, this has just been a great series of days that we had, and I got to spend some time with some family in Florida, and, and that was wonderful. And uh, Mercer's friends are in the St. Pete area, so it's it's great. We just I spent some time with the family, and I didn't know them. Right, and, uh, but you did. <laughs> but I told them to sit down and shut up, okay. and they did. Uh-huh. And, okay. uh, no, no, it, right. was, uh, it was just a family? Yeah. Wait, you just met a yeah. family? I mean, okay. once I had bound them to the furniture, <laughs> yeah. it, it was a lot easier. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, it was, again, you, you really feel welcome down here, but can't sing the praises of it enough, and obviously that for the fact that the the whole week we're going to be able to pass this along to some people, oh yeah, and give them this thing is is really uh, so what this is about. So it's it's so thrilling. I like the I like this baseball then universal combination. Me I think too. this is a winning combination yeah. right here. It's people. a real home run. Yes. We'll see you next year. Yeah, I it. mean, from Phillies for me personally, selfishly, Phillies baseball on Friday, yeah. and then Harry Potter yesterday. It really could have oh. been much cooler, you know. Yeah, oh, Harry Potter baseball league. That yes. Yeah. About there Quidditch on Friday. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Let's take a break, and uh, we'll come back, and uh, we'll have more for you. Obviously, we've got our regulars to get to. We'll get to another run at the B file trash me to use those things. But uh, we'll be back in a second. We are live at Universal Orlando Resort on 93.3 WFM. Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre Robert's weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Streaming our show on YouTube this morning from the Universal Orlando Radio Broadcast Center. We're in the Minion Studio. If you want to watch that, you can also text in. Nick's keeping an eye on that as well. I didn't realize until just a moment ago, today's the first day of spring. Hey! What? The vernal equinox. Yeah. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson tweeted out about it. And uh, On this day, the whole planet, pole to pole, gets equal daylight and nighttime. So we made it to spring, everybody. How about that? Wonderful. Hey, real quick. Uh, who's the hot blonde standing outside of Bev- Beverly Wilshire right now? I think now? she's supposed to be Marilyn Monroe. Oh, hi. hi. Oh, can she hear us? Can she hear us? Yeah. I didn't know they could hear us out there. Uh, wave if you can hear us. No, she can't. Okay. She well, can. Uh, she looked over. Oh, she's those, those are people walking down the street. She's uh, yeah. She was waving. You guys all got excited. You're like, oh, the pretty girl's waving. I think she likes us. Oh. She was waving to yeah, the people on the street. They would, they would not pump our show out into the, into the streets here. Well, the timing was just It was unreal. perfect, and you guys all got so But what excited. she does is, and there, there is another gentleman who is with her. I don't know who uh, I don't know who the guy she's talking to is supposed to be, but there are a whole bunch of, uh, of uh, people just walk around in great photo ops. Yes. Know? I'm going to yes. assume either Marilyn or Jean Harlow. Well, okay. I saw a Betty Boop. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. We did. There was. Um. I forget. It, it's over, kind of like by the the water where those fountains are, like in in the center of of this right. side of the park. And uh, I was like, oh look, they're doing construction. There were six construction workers up on the side of a building. I was like, I wonder what they're doing here. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I heard the one guy with a mic on. He was like, Hey, Johnny, you ready to start working? And I was like, Oh, it's a show. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was telling Nick, there's a, there's a spot uh, through the city area, which is uh, part. 
part of where they film, and they get, it's just like any street in America. Yeah. And like uh, there'll be people hanging out the window, uh, you know, neighbors talking to each other, yeah. with, but they're mic'd up and they're commenting on people walking by. So I love that type the, of thing. The, constru- the construction workers they kept going uh, saying, "Do you have the stud finder? Do you have the stud finder?" <laughs> hey, by the way, the stunt shows and the, and the the Hollywood makeup shows and all that stuff here, they're, they're, all that stuff is great. Marissa's over talking to Marissa in a row right yeah, now. Yeah. Tell, she goes, "Just wave to the boys in there." They got so excited. Oh, yeah, she's getting uh, yeah, video yeah. of it right now, so we'll, we'll get some intel back as to who that is, I guess. But uh, uh, yeah, we've got uh, we've got this one day left, and we're actually we're getting on the uh, on the plane. I think we fly out around three o'clock today, head back home, and we'll be back in our studio tomorrow yes. morning. Yeah. That's a, what you call a, a quick turnaround, but it's very cool. I yeah. know. I saw know. a bottom five bird just fly by there. Oh, my God. Okay, so. <laughs> are you going to do this? Well, I'm going to at least mention. <laughs> okay. Yesterday, we were at uh, our lunch break, and um, uh, we're standing underneath the Hulk roller coaster, this massive piece of machinery, okay? Impressive as hell. This thing makes all this noise, people going by, screaming, and you just sit there and watch for hours as this goes around. And I look over at Casey, and he's not looking up at the roller coaster. He's looking down at the ground in the water because it goes over water. And Casey, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm watching this duck. <laughs> I'm watching this duck. I'm going to see. I saw him. He moved. He went from all the way over there to over here. And I'm going to see if he jumps down into this part of the water. And then I don't know where he goes. You know what? Duck's probably my top five favorite birds. <laughs> and then this led to a conversation that went on for... Way too long. 15, yeah. 20 minutes it, between yeah. you and, and, and Casey. Both and Nick continues. and Casey yeah, having a full conversation about top five birds... Bottom five birds. I'm yeah. so glad I wasn't there. Oh, yeah. I know. You hate birds. <laughs> Kathy, you would say all birds are bottom five. Yeah. But uh, I think we can all agree that the pigeon is in the bottom five of all birds, I don't right? think we could all agree on any. Uh, I'm agnostic there. on this yeah, topic. Your bird yeah. conversation. There was another thing that we all agreed upon, which is the bald eagle is the top Bird of all birds. That's top bird in, yeah. our, in our book. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Steve, if you're not a wannabe in the station, we can end it right now. <laughs> yeah. We do not. I'm absorbing. I had no knowledge of this. Yeah. There are birds that I do love. Right. Would you put uh, you a know, duck in the top uh, five? I, I, have not, I have not prioritized them the way you guys I See, I think a, a duck is a fine, to. a fine bird. I Just not a top five bird for me. It was just that I'm, we're, I, my perspective in this was we're here with all this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look around you, and it turns into what are your favorite birds? Yeah, (laughs) top five. Yeah, well, there are a lot of birds, as you said. Some of them are are clearly employed by the uh, by by the the itself, by Universal. Uh I know my top four. Uh, Do you want to hear them? (laughs) Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Top uh, is uh, I share with Casey's eagle. Uh, yeah. Then, uh, in no particular order, flamingo because they're really cool looking, and 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 I like the pink. Yeah, they're kind of like not like a bird. Uh, They're a bird. (laughs) (laughs) They're like. I mean, their legs are longer. Listen, you like, can come I up with your own top five. Kathy, I didn't even know if they flew or not. I'm like, do they fly? They fly. fly. Okay. Yeah. 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 Then uh, uh, I would like to uh, toss in a running bird that does not fly, the ostrich. A running bird. And um, and then penguin because they can swim. And then bald eagle, peregrine falcon, hawk. See, um, falcon was I like there. the more uh, raptor I like the raptors. Birds. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right, uh, Steve. Parrot. <laughs> well, yeah, Casey wanted to do colorful. Yeah, you got to throw a parrot in there. Right. Do not. Um, what about owl? Yes, Al. Amazing. Another it's, another great predator. It's in the top ten. You know, I put a snow owl in the top ten. Okay. You know, not in the top five, though. Wow. I mean, you got to throw a cardinal in there in the top ten as well. Yeah, because of the... Uh, just, it's cool. Just because they're red? Yeah. yeah. Mm, cool. 
<laughs> Kathy, you like birds that are colors. I know, but that's like a, the dumbest color ever. See, and no, the brown one is. The Nick was one. adding attitude to the uh, top and bottom, and he was going to throw the blue jay in there because he thought that the uh, blue jays are a-holes. But I'm like, yeah, but they're pretty. Yeah, but so, like, attitudes aside. You went, like, fancy bird. Well, yeah, but, like, bottom five uh, for me is blue jay because it's just not a nice Why bird. Why am I in this conversation? Yeah, exactly, right? It's bizarrely. You dodged a bullet the first time. <laughs> and now you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're walking into the fire. Uh, I think I was buying popcorn, so I dodged a bullet on that one. It is uh, bizarrely draws you in. Yeah. Um, Casey threw me off because I said, I, initially in my top five, I said turkey because I think they're delicious. And I would outrank turkey. But Casey said that he, in his rule book that um, we're not looking at edible birds here. No, we're not. Is anybody texting in about this? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm just curious oh, yeah, as to sure what the is. reaction to people who well, happen to be flies on the wall right now are. Top bird is seagull. Okay. Oh, no, no, that's on. a... That's a bottom five this bird. Is a texture says, top bird is seagull, raise one from an this. egg. They are just as majestic as a bald eagle if you really pay attention to them. No. Um, and then uh, somebody says, someone introduced these guys to the condor. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> They're massive. Yeah. I've seen a They're condor huge. out in the wild. Yeah. Uh, really? Yes. Absolutely. Where do those? Thousand Oaks, California. Do they live in, are they California? This one was. Maybe he was vacationing, but he was I have there. no idea yeah. Yeah. Where, where condors they are. They are, um... They're frightening. I, originally, I thought it was a vulture, but the guy I was with said, no, that's a condor. It's a California. Those things are huge. Yeah. Are they yeah. Uh, bigger than a bald eagle, right? I Smaller than an I ostrich. think they're the largest flight flighted birds in the world. Okay. Biggest wingspan, right? Yeah. Did I ever tell you guys about the time the duck uh, tried to eat my dog? Yes. <laughs> thought he was purebred. Hey! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. I thought maybe since we were here, you wouldn't do that. No. 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 You could take the boy out of the thing, but not the thing out of the boy. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We're, we're clearly missing the peacock. That's a good uh, feathered... Uh, Ooh. Bird. You know, toucan is up there. Somebody said... Um, uh, Roadrunner. We haven't count- counted on the Roadrunner. Well, runner. so the when you said the ostrich, the flightless bird, that kind of took over for the Roadrunner. Roadrunners are cool, though, but right. they don't look like the one from the cartoon, and they don't say meat meat. Okay. Yeah. These are these are things you didn't know. <laughs> Facts. Woodpeckers? <laughs> oh, God, no. They are annoying. Wow. Okay. Did you ever but hear one in the wild? Yeah, good. I well, think that's awesome. Not if you're trying to, like, sleep or... Pheasants are awfully beautiful birds. Mm. No. What? They're not colorful enough. Not okay. like a peacock or a parrot. I, I, I don't know. I think they're, I think they're lovely birds. Yeah, I think they're a lovely <laughs> yeah. birds. Preston, you put an emu in your bottom five. You did. I don't like emus because <laughs> they don't look nice. They look mean. Yeah, they do. Aren't they like um, an ostrich? Yeah, they're kind of like an ostrich. And I think ostriches are kind of mean too. Uh, but but if you ever if you ever go to like um, you know one of these farms that has emu and sometimes you can feed them and so on, they just look like they're they're up to no Ooh. good. You know what, Steve? Bottom five for you, cassowary. Uh, not necessarily. Oh, I thought I mean, you were. <laughs> you you thought you were pulling them in. You're I really not. did. You're I really did. assumptions about my birth. <laughs> Mother ever. All right, Steve. Uh, where would you rank and would you rank the hummingbird? Adorable. Yeah, but yeah. Um, top five? Um, uh, they can I fly backwards, I man. I have the same uh, structure you guys have to the, okay. your, the world of, of birds. But I would say, yeah, it's way up there. I think they're adorable. I We had um, one of those... Uh, gardens. Um, I never did. You know, they did uh, the the hummingbirds, and they're yeah. they're amazing. Yeah, they're they're borderline insects. Yes. You know, yeah, as fast as their wings go. Right, and uh, and they can go backwards and forwards and so on. I think are they the only bird that can 
Fly backwards. Fly backwards. Well, and, yeah. and the hover in place. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. I did see one of those one time, and I was like, oh, look at it. What was that? It's a movie. Like, right there in front of me at a bush. And I was like, jeez. And then it was gone by the time. Yeah, they're very, they're, 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 they're quick. If you, if they're frightened for a second, they're gone. All right. If you're just tuning in, this is Bird Chat. Bird Chat. Yeah. On the, uh, the press and the Steve show. bored the hell out of our listeners. <laughs> um, no, I think, if anything, this has attracted thousands of new listeners. saying, you've got to hear... <laughs> level of radio. There's people outside our studio window. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah, they can't know. hear us. That's why they're out there. Yeah. There's literally not one person yeah. out there right now. There were two people yeah. who just walked by. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe just went inside. Yeah, so. She just took off. Well, a lot of people are, are ranking birds on our text uh, platform, which is cool. However, uh, because we're sort of in nature chat, people are also asking if Casey saw an alligator this no. weekend. Ooh, okay, oh, no. Case. Yeah, so, but how hard do you look? I, well, I, I didn't have a chance to look. That was the problem. That was the problem. So Saturday was going to be my alligator day. And um, <laughs> and what happened Saturday? Saturday, I I flew back to Florida. I flew home on, on Friday night, and then I flew back on Saturday morning. But when I got up in the morning, my, um, my flight had been delayed by an hour and 15 minutes. And then... Uh, Which, and then, by the way, I think you can get your money back. That's what you're saying. I'm going to look into that. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, not only that, so it was supposed to take off at like 12, 17. We didn't leave until after 1 o'clock. By the time I had landed, Preston had taxi. He's like, dude, I'm in the park already. He's like, I couldn't wait. Um, oh, yeah, I got antsy. I'm like, I can't, there's no way I'm sitting at the hotel when uh-huh. I've got passes yeah. to be at this place right next door. Yeah, so I got a text from him, and then I got a call from Kyle. Kyle wanted to go over to the park, but he didn't want to go by himself, so it just, I didn't have time time to go look for alligators on Saturday, um, and I thought about maybe doing that today, but then Preston said, hey, what if we go to the Velocicoaster after the show? Right. So, it's like, alligators or Velocicoaster? Yeah. You'll get your gator another time. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to point out something, see if you guys agree with this, but the city of, of Orlando, this this general area, um, I have had a really wonky time with my cell service and and GPS and all this stuff. When we landed and we got, uh, we landed in Orlando on uh, Thursday and we got in the car <clears throat> I'm pulling out of the airport. I was in the I was in the parking garage. All right, so I so I punched in uh, the address on Waze that I that I wanted to enter, and it said that it it couldn't you know couldn't it something went wrong. It couldn't get a signal. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm in the parking garage. That's probably it. You know. So I pull out. I pull out of the airport. I'm driving, and it's still nothing. Nothing won't refresh. Won't refresh. Nothing. Nothing. And I'm like, okay, I'm nearing the exit of the airport. And I don't know where to go. Yes. And I'm getting no reception whatsoever. And I I, I realized how, uh, what a babe in the woods I was. I had. Without GPS. I had, <laughs> yes. Right. How sad that is, first of all. Because otherwise, you know, I would have. I would have planned ahead. Okay, I need to head in this direction. I got to get on these sets of highways and I'll figure it out and I'll, I'll start making my general way. But I had no direction whatsoever at all. I pulled over. I called Casey because they were in a different car, and none of them could get their GPS to work. They couldn't. It it wouldn't zone in on uh, Waze. But Kyle, for some reason, got a signal in, and they were able to move on. So I'm like, okay, I have two choices. Now, I know that I need to head west to get to Clearwater, but my choices coming out of the airport were north and south. (laughs) That's the only is either either going to. I'm like, all right, south it is, you know. (laughs) 
And so I got, and I'm just going to start heading that direction. Hopefully, I'll get somewhere to where I eventually get a signal. How long before you did? Uh, it it took a little while. It took about five minutes of driving, just heading south, and all of a sudden it kicked in. And fortunately, for once in a rare occasion in a 50-50 shot, I picked the right one. <laughs> and so I could just continue on my way. Um, but I just had realized how I have become a slave yeah. to that type of technology. I've really become lazy in uh, not even considering right. ahead of time what what, what if routes, it goes down? Yeah, what if it goes down? What routes I might need to take? You can download lost. an app that that will work GPS free. That that is a just a basically a, a yeah. scrolling map. Yeah, but I didn't yeah. do that. <laughs> and so, and at that point, I was going onto Google. Right. I was going to try to do MapQuest, Grinder, and just and, and yeah, Grinder. You know, see if I could pick something up, pick somebody up on the way. Uh, no, but but I, I wanted turn by turn directions. I, that would have been fine, but I I had no access. There was nothing. I couldn't reach out to anybody. Yeah, 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 and you don't you listen. You don't tr- know who, who you don't travel with a Ren McNally or a Hagster these days. And, and so, even using a regular map like that would be a pain in the ass. And then on the way back into Orlando, when we were done uh, in Clearwater, I get about fifteen miles outside of Orlando, and my ways just went dead. It uh, quit, and you, I'm like, so you're using exclusively "What the ways? hell is going on? What's that? You were using exclusively ways. Yeah, okay. But I mean, I tried other things. Oh, you did okay. Like I lost. All communication, all I, I, it, it would not work. Mm. So there's a bizarre thing oh, in Orlando, a bubble in Orlando. The nature of the airport? I don't know. Perhaps. But I wasn't at the airport on yeah. this way in. So, uh, so what I did is the eventually the signal came back around. And on Waze, I went to the turn-by-turn part of it, Yes, and it took a screenshot of that. Oh, smart. So in case it died out again, I would at least have have turn-by-turn directions on where I was going. So from now on, when I go to a city that I'm not familiar with ahead of time... I'm gonna I'm gonna just print up and have ready turn by turn directions or at least screen cap some turn by turn things and have them ready to go. Well, that used to be the godsend years ago. Yeah. Is that you'd print up your your, your, your turn by turn directions, MapQuest, right, MapQuest, yeah. and that'd be it. You could just print it right up, and that was oh, I'll just get it on MapQuest. That seems like a lot of work now. You know? Yeah, it does. You're right. I can't do that. Yeah, that takes some too much time. I'm a wealthy businessman. Wow. I don't have time for flat pancakes. <laughs> yeah, so, but anyway, but I, but it wasn't just me because you guys had had yeah. something I think similar. We were okay. Where's Marissa? I had to put oh. my phone on uh, right. airplane mode and then back off again because in driving around the entire airport, present had the same experience as you. And then finally, I was turning like, Wi-Fi off and on. Yeah, and I was doing all that stuff. And, so. and uh, yeah, finally, as I guess we made our way out of the airport, it, it connected or whatever. But uh, even here uh, in Universal Studios, like I've been turned around so many times. It, it, you, there's no grids anywhere in this yes. entire park you are walking in circles quite a bit yep. i got turned around a lot did you yeah. use the app with like the map i did not know and, and I, yesterday because we were you know being guided around which was incredible uh, i wasn't really paying attention to where we were going yeah, i was sort of I like know. following the crowd yeah and, you know and i'm like and and there were not any real tall landmarks that you can look out for like in one direction you can kind of see the castle the donut the donut, you can look for the donut, yeah. But anyway, you get turned around pretty easily. Right? What was the donut? The uh, Simpsons. Simpsons. Lard oh, Land. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You were using that as a landmark? Yeah, you could. You could. Like, you could see that from far away. Russ? No, we couldn't get out to get it to the highway. Oh, we right. were guessing. So what did we do? Yeah. We um, I think we were just talking and just... Was I there? Kept we're so smart because we're women. We just knew where to go. Right. That's why you so, guys drove across the median. Uh, we sure yeah. did. Yes, we we did. got there like 20 minutes, the half hour before you guys did. Because that median cross. Remember we saw yes. people driving. It yeah. was them. I did it. What? Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So so listen, there was there, there's some nasty traffic construction going on here. And uh, there was uh, uh, some lanes that you had to, that were like outer lanes before you get onto Interstate 4. And uh, there were people driving through the median and skipping this traffic you were sitting in and just going straight over onto the highway. I saw a bunch of people did it. I remained a good boy and I stayed Aww. in the That's long line. And then I realized, and, and there were like five different spots. You probably went on one of the early ones, right? And you could see where. Like this the must tracks. be happen- happening. You yeah, know, it had been happening for a while. Because, I should have done that because um. yes, you could see the quote lanes that were made to go over, and so yeah, we saw a few people doing it, and then it stopped. And I said to Marissa, I go, if I could see the car in front of me inching forward, kind of going to the left a little, oh. I go, if he goes, I'm following. And were sure you, enough, he went, and I was like, were you actually confident because you paid for that um, random flat tire? Yeah, yeah. that's all there you go. Ask. Do you think you rode over a? Uh, yeah. A, uh, Kathy's got a flat oh, tire. No way. No? No chance whatsoever yeah. if anyone's yeah. listening but right now. We, when we went over, Marissa looked at me and she goes, there's Levittown for you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did you tell anybody about your, to, to take care of your tire while we're doing this show right now? No, there, there's a gas station right um, when we pull out, so I'm going to okay. go in there. Okay. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. Well, anyhow, it's been uh, it's been an experience. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Let's make we couldn't figure out why I have a low tire, but oh, whatever. No, we'll I don't think I don't yeah. think it was the grass. I think it was just a feature. It's, it, you may, when you were renting, did you check one random flat tire? Well, yeah. so you because we rented the yes. um, the hatch one close feature. So you could only close the back if you had two people doing it. At there, was, there was a moment where. Steve, uh, Steve and I were trying to get stuff out of the back, and I swear to God, Steve, I thought that I was going to drop the hatch on your head and kill you because it's so damn heavy. Yeah, and is. then you have to, like, shove it down. Right. But if it, if it props itself open, there is a way to keep it propped yeah. open, yeah. or you can miss that and kill the person standing next to you. I, I, I was so afraid I was going to hurt you. fascinating. Back to the Internet, guys. Nolan has an answer to why it's so bad around here. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Nolan, by the way, uh, oh. who is uh, an intern... Uh, with Paula and, and the radio station and everything here at Universal, and, and is from Reading, by the way. Yes, I am. All right, so what's the story on uh, on the uh, the signals around So here? the reason why is... Um, Get nice and close. Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Um, so the neighborhoods band together to stop people from putting up the cell phone towers. So like they don't want them up, and you can actually see they're trying to adapt these cell phone towers to make them look like trees. So actually sure. from the main Universal Creative Office, you can see a cell phone tower that is disguised as a tree mm-hmm. in the distance. Oh. Okay. So, so they have that they have that's actually quite common up in PA. Mm-hmm. They're all over the place. You know, the, the towers disguised as trees and so on and so forth. But you're saying there's not a lot of cell towers in the area. Correct, because people just don't want to see them. There yeah. you go. Okay, then that's it. That there was definitely a noticeable drop in coverage because of that. That's interesting. And Nolan, while we have you on the microphone, what did you think of Bird Chat earlier? Oh my God, <laughs> it's riveting stuff. Honestly, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The reason why we're in the I Hall of Fame. To participate, but I really had nothing to say on the topic. I felt bad. Mm-hmm. It was it was a report. You know, to the, I didn't want to. I didn't want to jump in when. You know, I mean, I didn't want to be one of the, the countless others that were turning away from the stage. <laughs> did you hear Nolan? Had a, he had a knee slapper there. I got you. Flew right over your head. <laughs> nice. All right. Thank you, Nolan. Appreciate that. So, all right. I was curious. Um, so, we still got a, a few minutes to play yes, with, we right? Do. All right. I have, um, 
I have some things from the Just Saying Institute I think would be worth passing along to you guys if you have a the moment. The Just Saying Institute? Just Saying Institute. recently why you should never do bird chat on Radio <laughs> Institute. That's the one. That is the one. Uh, a survey of 1,000 U.S. adults found that 53% believe that they can kill a zombie. Um. <laughs> Yeah, well, we, why, are, why, are the, why are the remaining so unsure that they could? Uh, that's a good question. Between... Yeah, because it's it really, so, uh, okay, here's your variables now. Here's where the show gets real. Yes. Uh, <laughs> bird, bird stuff is frivolous stuff. Zombies. 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 Uh, variations. Yeah. Oh, are we a talking aggressive um, uh, zombies? Or War Z zombies. zombies? Are we talking the lethargic just shambling along, neither living dead, George Romero zombies. Well, I think, Steve, the the difference between us and them... It's so Pink Floyd. No. Is uh, we live in a universe where zombie films exist and we know to aim for the head. And all of those other movies, they don't... They have to, like, learn that you got to aim for the head. But that's right? the case. Those those universes don't apparently don't have zombie movies. Now, in The Last of Us, which is not zombies, right. but they are zombie-ish... Uh, the the knife yeah. is uh, you know is is like the head, lethal though, weapon right yeah which is not an easy stab right like stabbing especially somebody when the thing is clawing at you well yeah, yeah I, I would have been a, a zombie in Last of Us uh, within thirty seconds of the pandemic beginning well I no you know what in the show they don't necessarily have to get them in the brain like a lot oh, of really? zombie moves yeah sometimes yeah. they stab them in the in, in the, the neck, neck uh, and yeah. throat and stuff like so I think you just need to kill. The human body, and then the uh, the host can't continue right. on with it because it's it, right. It is there. It, it's that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's there. The the human is just the vessel. Right. So uh, anyhow, but between uh, the 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 time frame March uh, of 2019 and 2021, there's been a 2,082 percent increase in Google searches related to zombie preparedness. In fact, 58 percent of survey respondents believe this uh, terrifying incident will occur in the next 30 years. Oh. Stop and think about the the stuff that happens because of the type of narcotics that are out there <laughs> that are causing people. Like, you know, remember a while ago, we were all, when the first story about that, that guy chewing the other guy's face off. Vassals. Yeah. Think about that and, and what could happen, whether it be, uh, you know, do I think you're going to have reanimated corpses? No, but you could have what what is like a, um, uh, you know, a, a disease or like a pressing. We're, we're fans of the movie Quarantine. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody who's, yeah. who's affected by rabies or, yeah. or, you know, something like that. What about like I that. Am Legend, right? Or I Am Legend, yeah. yeah. By the way, you remember what caused that? It was They're a working vaccine. on a cancer cure yeah. yep. that went awry. Yep. Uh, so 11% believe that zombies already exist. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in theory, Those who have been to the Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> the most populated uh, states will be the hardest hit, and uh, residents of Wyoming, Alaska, and Vermont are most prepared for the horde of the undead. Would, would you follow the Last of Us model and, and head to to rural areas? Would you... I mean, you would want to flee areas of high oh, dense yeah. population, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Actually, you're pretty good. Now, you're in, you know, uh, you're in, uh, out in Harlem. I got a head start. You got a head start. Right, the Poconos are just a hop, skip, and a jump away. Right. I was so jealous of the ability of the Nick Offerman character in the in Last of Us because oh, like, right, he, yeah. he was ready to go. He was he was a prepper. Yes. Yeah. And it paid off. Yeah. I have, about, I have um, Dr. Mike, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic said, I don't know what's going to go with supply chains. And so he laid in some prepper food, and, then, and so I said, ah, what the hell? I'll do it, too. So I have a couple of tubs of, of prepper food, and so I, I, I said to him, here's the deal. 
Uh, if we hit 80 and we haven't had the chance to use the food yet because of a zombie apocalypse or whatever, <laughs> let's hire a chef <laughs> to prepare our prep for food for us <laughs> and see if it's worth it because it will still be good. Yeah. It yeah, will still be good. It's, what's it's, the shelf it's like life 25, on it? Okay. 25 and then the... the, the um, uh, the premium stuff, which they call gourmet, is thirty-five. Okay, yeah, sounds delicious. I remember, yeah. I, I remember the uh, the idea of having like a bug out bag and all that stuff uh, ready to go, especially like when nine uh, eleven hit and all that. You don't know. I started getting into a, a, a mind frame of not going full prepper, but right. Having something uh, available should we find ourselves in a desperate situation for a fairly so, short amount of time. What did you pick as the one golf club you absolutely have to? Right, have? Uh, <laughs> I think you know. I think I went with a um, uh, like a seven iron. It's the most you gotta right. seven sure. iron. You can yeah, use it's the most putter. Yeah. yeah, it's the uh, most versatile. Uh, you know, and so. you could sharpen it into a ship at the handle if line. you yeah. needed to. You could do that. So anyhow, fifty-three percent of Americans think that they can kill a zombie if they need to. Well, that's right. good. Uh, Just Say Institute. Music, please. <laughs> Here you go. All right. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. Kathy, reusable water bottles. Do you use them? Uh, only if I can fit the sponge all the way to the bottom and I can scrub it. <laughs> the next question was, how often do you clean your water bottle? <laughs> Don't, we had this conversation, remember? So I will um, completely empty it out and let it completely dry. It has to, because I, once I found mold at the bottom of it, because I, I didn't, it was a little bit smaller. And so I couldn't reach the sponge down there and clean it. Okay. Um, so I clean it every day uh, and I let it completely dry. And then on Fridays, remember, because people will still message me. Uh, it's dishwasher day. It's water bottle dishwasher day. You, so all the water bottles go in the dishwasher on Friday. Okay. So do you, how many of the, you're talking about the classic hard plastic water bottles, um, correct? So like I, have, you, I have like the Yeti. Jace has to bring one right. to school with him. He has a Gatorade one. So we, we have a bunch of different ones. Uh, by the way, I have, I have a weekly thing. Right now, as we speak and doing our radio show here, uh, Scooby-Doo and the Mystery Machine gang just Delma. came up walking up. There's Fred. And Velma and Daphne and uh, and Shaggy. Hi, Very guys. Nice. Nice to see you. You look they lovely hear us, this morning. I wish they could. I don't know. Can you guys hear us? They're no, they lovely. Can't. Do you think they are pumping us out on Wait the streets Wait a second. Here? I didn't know. Robbie I mean, is a member of the... <laughs> yeah. He's Scooby walking away Robbie's with walking away with the Scooby-Doo clan. Well, yeah. their Mr. Machine has a flat, so yeah, Robbie's going to go take, take care of it. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Okay, so we just have a little minute. Yeah, that's very cool. Sorry about that. Back to water bottles. Uh, back to water bottles. But I was going to say, I have a, uh, I have a weekly thing like your okay. uh, water bottle washing. So people text yeah, you about so, that? So I yeah. We went, last time we, we talked about this, I posted a picture on Friday of all my water bottles lined up in the dishwasher. And the, yeah, that's so, what life has become. So now yeah. when people put water bottles in their dishwasher, I get a picture. I'm trying to bring <laughs> Nick around to this, but my, my weekly thing is uh, full tank Sunday. Okay. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. And, and I will employ it at some point. No matter how much gas I have in my vehicle, I will fill it to the brink what? on Sunday. I top off my tank on Sunday. Saturday is my full. <clears throat> I'm getting emotional. I know. I, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. This is a safe space. This is a Ford conveyor belt line. Yeah. No, the, the, um, (laughs) Saturday, just do it once a week. I don't, well, you drive far more than I do though. My, my, I'm, my realm of driving is pretty. Yeah. Small. Wait, so, I, so do you... I can keep that full tank rocking for a full week Okay, can, yeah. that's what I was going to ask you, Preston. Are you only filling up on Sunday, or you have to fill up in the middle of the week, too? No, only on Sunday. 
It's usually, yeah, usually I'm good enough. I usually have about but a quarter. Because it was water bottles with the gas tank. I, I, I usually have about a quarter tank by the time I, or maybe an eighth of a tank by the time I get to uh, um, Sunday. You really? See, I don't think I'd be able to, like, I have to fill up in the middle of the week. I'm going to try the, the every Sunday. Try the Sunday thing. The one yeah. day week, but I'll, I would have to fill up in between, too. So, okay. my favorite uh, gas station is where, uh, next to near Vertex Fitness where I work out on uh, Saturday morning, so it works out very nicely, and then I and then uh, if I do that, the price is actually pretty go, good with the gas there as well. I don't really drop below half a tank, and then I fill it back up again. You guys should do what I do, and wait until like you have almost no gas left in your tank. And, and then see pray you, on the way. See, yeah, <laughs> see if you can make it to the gas station. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, and I hear this is the case, but this might not be factual. I'm pressing, maybe you know about this. Is there, in fact, a risk if you are run the if you run the tank down to the dregs that you're getting sediment into your system? I don't know. I mean, Rodney would probably know this, but he's solving a, a case a of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to figure out the, the mystery of the whether or not it's good to talk about birds on a morning show. I'm, I'm a, a creature of habit, so Preston, I, I, I want to change that and start either doing it on Fridays when we drive home or, or Sunday, so I'm not, you know, so I'm prepared for the week or whatever, but. Uh, when we head out of the radio station, the way that I go is uh, down Belmont to the Schuylkill Expressway. And the is Conoco, station down there? The, well, the Conoco's on the right, so it's an yeah. easy pull-in, right? Yep. But they haven't had... This is so pathetic and first-world problem. No, no, oh. I, I totally trust them. You have to pay in advance. You, no, you have to go into the store. Uh -huh. to pay. Yeah. No. The, yeah. the credit card machines on the tanks haven't worked for like a year. Yep. Oh. And, and Does that make you leery at all? Because it makes me, it makes a me little leery bit. that I think they get tampered with, you know? Yeah, maybe. Like, why? Why can't why? I? Don't know. I don't know why it hasn't been fixed. If you go down to the Sunoco at the end of Belmont, those things work. But no, they have little TVs that play commercials for they you. They do have those. That's true. In case uh, my uh, hair, uh, the girl that does my hair, Billy at Gravity Hair Salon, who sits next to Angela. I don't know if you follow them on Instagram. They're always constantly posting stuff. But uh, anyway, her and I will send a picture. We turn our car on, mm -hmm. and if it's like close to empty, we'll send a picture and be like, "All right, can I make it to Target, Jace's school?" <laughs> The post office, and then to the gas, gas station. Yeah, and so and she'll send me. It'll be like on E, and she's like, "No problem. I'm going to work, home, the kids' school, and then I'm going to stop." So we try to figure out what we can get in in that like tiny I, bit of gas. I feel so good when the tank is filled. Yeah, me like, too. Because what? What? Uh, so how much? Wow. How accurate is your? You have this many miles remaining. Don't, don't know. I don't yeah, know not, not sure. I've never tested it. Yeah, I've I never, get, never taken it down to zero. But so. I do. So I, when it's full, how much? How much distance would you get on a full tank? I, I never really. Close to 300, something like that. It's definitely over 325. So what is a better feeling, a full tank of gas or a car fresh out of the car wash? Car wash. Clean. If they've cleaned my car with gasoline. Okay. Of course. That's a good question. I like both. It's good to have Listen, to get that sediment out from the undercarriage, like especially in the winter, mind you, we haven't had to deal with so much of that this year. Right. But that's a good thing. Maybe the clean car. Because it makes the birds happy. Yeah. 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 You know, they can crap all over <laughs> yep. mm -hmm. Wait, but what was the water bottle story? Let me go back to oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we, go. we got started. Oh, we're talking about yeah, the the uh, they found that reusable bottles can contain 40,000 more bacteria than a toilet seat. Wow. Whatever. Listen, I've never cleaned my water bottles, and I am fine. Kathy, yeah, you wouldn't drink the water bottle that sat in the car all weekend. I, was, I, jo I'm, I just drank out of it. I was oh, joking I... it with you. I said, is this oh. you know, uh, case full of BPA? I'm kind of the same, yeah. same way, too. There was just water in that. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I turn it, I am. I, I empty it out, I let it dry out, and then I'll fill it up again Turn when I down. need to. Yep. See, yeah. I'm just so worried I'll about... Buy, like, I'll buy a, a, a liter, like a bottle from Wawa, and I will run with that for about two weeks, cleaning it out, pouring it out, and cleaning it out, and and, and refilling it because we get Deer Park delivered to the house, uh, but, you know, and that's how we, we go about it. But I don't, I don't use the hard 
water bottle. Yeah, see, I'm just, I'm mainly worried about mold like, growing in there because yeah. the, the one time uh, destroyed me after I found mold at the bottom. So what does it say as far as how often? Clean it. They swabbed uh, different water bottles with different lids and found two kinds of bacteria. One can uh, cause antibiotic-resistant infections, and another that can cause stomach issues. And compared to other household items, bottles contain twice as many germs as the kitchen sink, 14 times more than a pet's drinking bowl. And they recommend washing bottles once a day with soapy water and sanitizing it once a week. Yeah, so that's, that's what you that's do. Exactly what I do. Oh, good. So I don't do that. Yeah. But did, did you hear the story? It was, and we talk about this all the time about if you do the Neomed, the nasal rinse, or the, the neti pot. Yeah. You're supposed to use distilled water. Yeah. It was down here in Florida. A dude got one of those um, um, micro um, amoeba, whatever yeah, the hell it is, mm-hmm. got that brain disease from using tap water yeah. and uh, it killed disease. him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to be careful. You got to use that distilled water. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Kath, what? I feel like. Mm-hmm. Make it low. I do. Oh, dear God. <laughs> It's a good song. No. Yeah, it is. Uh, no. It's just, it's going to be impossible for you to break any sort of way you live your life. Yeah, but what? This is, but he like, literally has I mean, an article that says what I'm I doing know, is the best thing to but do. But, like, hey, uh, look at me. I've never cleaned it. I and know. I, and look I'm at never you. sick. <laughs> like, I never miss work. Yeah. Like, I'm, you know, like. <clears throat> life is more about uh, getting he does sick make a and point. missing work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, 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 your resilience is pretty good. Right. All right. Uh, yeah. Hey, choose your path. Yeah. 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 Do, do what you got to do. I will you, not you stop washing my water do you, you never will. Yeah. Never. Oh, my God. No. Can I ask a really stupid question? Mm. Um, Why not? It's been a morning of them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, water that you get in your water bottle, right? Yes. Steve, you talked about Deer Park. And, and, and clearly that's been filtered and whatever. But how old... It, is the water that you're drinking? Is it the same water that's been on the planet for? Well, four there's only years? so much water on this planet, right? So it's all it's all. Um, so one it, way or another, it, it's 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 you probably the water in in Kathy's um, bottle today or whatever that she's drinking was probably at some point could have been Caesar's urine. Stop. You know, it, right? It, yeah. It, 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 it's all it's all relative because there's only a finite amount of water in the planet. Exactly. Right. I just remembered Kathy a water thing, and I thought about you when okay. this happened. This was on Saturday when we got to uh, Universal, uh, and and I came into the park by myself and went on a few rides. Um, I was really thirsty. Uh, it just, I just needed to wet my whistle, so to speak. And, uh, there were, there were lines everywhere and I didn't feel like getting in line and, and waiting to get a bottle of water and then getting on a ride and having to throw that bottle of water away. So I just needed a sip of water, something. Yes. Well, no, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> I could, me, I, little girl. But <laughs> <laughs> I have a sip of that. Gosh, I'm awful parched. I couldn't, I couldn't uh, find a, a water fountain anywhere, so I just like I went into the bathroom and I just started put my hand under the sink and I was drinking. No, so, not the oh, toilet. No, I was going to say uh, they have after sinks. you flushed, but, you mind if I drink? <laughs> hand under the sink and I was thinking of you. I'm like Kathy wouldn't would not be caught be okay never. dead doing this. <laughs> no, no. Never would you. she be caught dead doing this. The water in your in your tank in your in your toilet that is not sitting in the bowl itself. Yeah. It'd be okay. Yeah. No. It'd be fine. Uh, that's, I keep a ladle right Kill next you. to the toilet. By the way, and uh, so so Kyle, we're finding out, you know, we're learning more yeah. uh, because we're now traveling and doing some stuff with uh, with Kyle. And uh, the uh, when we were in uh, Hogsmeade, um, he got a beer, which that's a whole other story. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> 
All right, well, I'll tell you that story real quick. He doesn't know the story. He doesn't know the story. He doesn't know the story. So uh, we walk by a stand. Oh, you're going to tell him? Yeah, it's no big deal. Okay. So so we walk by a stand, and there's a person restocking. It's got all this ice, and they're restocking all the beers and and waters and stuff like that. And Kyle is standing there. And I think he, he he's wondering why the person that was stocking the um, the booze wasn't uh, saying, hey, do you want a beer? Right. Because at the end of the cart was a woman at a cash register. Okay. And so she's the one that you order from. I wanted a pretzel. So I go over there <laughs> and I'm standing in line. I kind of snuck in front of him because he was standing over by where this guy was stocking. And he goes, I, I go, you're waiting to get a beer? And he goes, yeah. And so I'm standing there, I got my wallet out, I got my money, I'm getting ready to get my pretzel, and I tell the cashier, I'm like, uh, he'll take her. And then Kyle turns to me and goes like, oh, you don't have to do that. <laughs> I had no intention of buying him a beer whatsoever, but I was now committed yep. to buying him a beer. <laughs> Which, by the way, it was like a 16-ounce pounder, you know, and, and you're in a... You're you in a no, he's right his wallet. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Take it back. And I'm like, okay, I guess I bought him a beer. I, but then, here's the thing. This is why I'm bringing this up, because you had talked about taking a sip, Kathy. Uh, he, he cracked open the beer, and I'm like, hey, give me a sip of that. And I took, a, I took a sip of his beer, and as he's handing it to me, I was like, I think I felt like, why does he want to take a drink of my beer? Like, I could see Kyle thinking this. I don't think Kyle was ready to swap spit with me yeah, just yeah, yet. Yeah. Meanwhile, Casey and I, we're handing our yeah, drinks back right. and forth to each other all day long. We don't care. But did that weird you out when I asked to drink from your beer? Not really. No. Okay. Uh, all right. I got the vibe I mean, that it did. for him. Uh, yeah, right? That's, I kind of figured that. I'm like, I'm getting something out of this. Like, I bought him a beer. With yeah. your kids. You're like, I just bought that. Give me a sip. Yeah, totally. I get exactly. a complimentary sip. Yeah. He uh, also still orders Long Island iced tea. Yeah. Yeah, that is You don't see many people drink that. No. No, you don't see many people over 21 uh, drinking Long Island iced teas. Why? What is it? It's It's the drink that has every single alcohol in it. Uh It's just, it's It's just got a low, loaded with alcohol. When you were. Well, yeah. It, in fact, they, they were all the rage on Long Island for the, the longest time, and then and then ported everywhere. But it, it seems to be the the um, like the uh, spring get, break. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's I'm get getting hammered. hammered. Yeah. yeah. So it's funny because when we were driving across the country, we stopped at a restaurant in Chicago, no, Champaign, Illinois, and he ordered a Long Island iced tea. And the waiter's like, "Do you want like top shelf or or what?" And I jump in. I go, "No, it's it's already the bottom shelf of all drinks. <laughs> you can't dress it up by putting, you know." Fancy liquor in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're learning about Kyle. Ah, uh, to be young. Ah, uh, to be young. Uh, yeah. Way to go, Kyle, on getting that free beer out of Preston. Yeah, yeah man. Impressive. He worked good. it. He worked it. And Kyle's been great. We've obviously, yes. uh, you know, the, the video, that's that's why he's along, and he's going to edit together this stuff later on, all those cardboard classic videos and stuff he's been helming have been fantastic. So you'll get a taste of uh, the universal experience through uh, Kyle's editing. Uh, down the road when we get back. So. Yeah, it's, it's really it's it's oh, been a blast. Man. It would have been you know even just this one day, and again we're going to be home on air tomorrow. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> uh, I, this is the kind of thing you can go and do on a long weekend, and uh, yeah. you should really explore it yep. I, I, because we legitimately have joy. We really want <laughs> you to come, and if you if you win on the show, that's great. But it, it's. 
it's really just a terrific little concise vacation. Are there any like little platforms or anything around here that we could put Kyle on to just see if he could blend in as part of the talent here? You know what I mean? Just he could go out there and start singing. singing, singing. And, and yeah. he would probably get a crowd together. I, I guarantee it. Why don't you go out? The, the, the Scooby-Doo clan here is missing, actually, the dog. Why don't you go out? Yeah. Can you sing the Scooby-Doo yeah, Scooby Shaggy. Uh-oh. There's no Shaggy in that cluster. They're walking away. No, oh, there is a Shaggy. No, yeah. Shaggy is there. Yeah. yeah so. I'm sorry. All right. Well, anyhow, we're still at Universal. Yeah. We got a few more breaks to, to uh, take, so we'll go ahead and come back in just a moment. Universal Orlando Resort. You can go to WMMR.com and PrestonSteve.com and see uh, the, the post that we have about this whole thing and, of course, on our socials. But we'll be back in just a minute. Beep file coming up when we return. 93.3 WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show want to send you to Universal Orlando Resort. Listen weekdays. Preston and Steve are hosting a photo hunt challenge at WMMR.com. And you'll need the on-air clue to call in for the chance to win an amazing three-night trip for two to Universal Orlando Resort with flights provided by Spirit. Only one place immerses you into the action of your favorite films and TV shows then combines it with better hold-on-tight thrills in a way no one else does or can. Nobody tests the limits of absolute awesome like Universal Orlando Resort. Listen at 8 a.m. for that day's photo clue so you know what you're hunting for in the photo gallery. Later in the show, the correct number caller with the correct answer could win the grand prize trip. Preston and Steve's trip a day to Universal Orlando Resort for complete details and official contest rules, visit WMMR.com. Live from the Universal Orlando Radio Broadcast Center, that's where we are doing our, for our show from, which is in the um, Hollywood Boulevard section of the park, and we're actually in uh, the Minion Studio. That's the actual studio that we're in. It's very cool. It's uh, the biggest of the studios they have here. <clears throat> you know what, Steve? You know why I think they have this uh, door behind you with the latch on it? Uh, is because this studio has gone through some transformations. I was looking at some old pictures, and obviously Jaws was a uh, big universal property yes and in this i think it was in this studio up on the ceiling they used to have it was as if you were underwater and there was a swimmer up in the ceiling and behind them back here was the mouth of jaws like that's cool a shark open so we have kind of this nautical uh door uh that's set up over here and i think that was all part of the theme of this whole thing so it's so smart for them to have this facility here you know to accommodate uh you know uh different shows that come through obviously they they want to promote the rock but they also have the discover universal podcast which is very popular yeah yeah so we're being a part of it and we love it all right uh bizarre file stories let's get to them right now here we go wmmr presents Kristen and steve's bizarre file all right, brought to you this morning by A.D. Moyer Lumber, trusted experts since 1939. A.D. Moyer Lumber is your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. Visit them on the web at ADMoyer.com. I'm going to start off with a pretty damn disturbing story here for you, gang. A hunter who told authorities he killed and skinned what he thought were two coyotes was criminally charged. The canines were actually a Connecticut family's pet German shepherds. Oh, uh, during a hearing uh, last week that drew dozens of people, including the dog's owners and animal rights advocates, Michael Konchak uh, said that he was ashamed of what he did. He said it was never my intent that morning to harm the victim's pets. you got to be a moron to not be able to. There was a, oh, there yeah. was a woman who skinned a husky yeah. thinking it was a wolf. Uh, police arrested Konchak in February on charges, including tampering with evidence. Uh, animal rights advocates have urged authorities to add animal cruelty charges. Uh, the case was still being investigated. More charges are possible. Aaron Caviola, 
uh, said that she and her family searched for their dogs for weeks, posted flyers after they went missing, and they're heartbroken about what happened to them. Konchak was hunting deer on nearby property and said that he killed what he thought were two coyotes. Uh, Konchak skinned the animals for their pelts. Uh, the prosecutor allegedly alleged that uh, there were inconsistencies in his story and questioned how he could not see that the animals were dogs before skinning them. There was a story of, a, I guess, a Montana chiropractor who thought he had a black bear stuffed and mounted in his office. It was a, was a wiener dog. What? No what? Yeah. Oh, what? Kidding I me. mean, how do you not know? A dachshund? Oh, wow. Yeah. Their, oh. air, their ears, ears don't even... Tell me it's a black bear. It's, no, wow. that's a wiener dog. It's people. Uh, a reckless DUI suspect uh, was seen huffing a balloon while leading police officers on pursuit through a Compton neighborhood last week and was taken into custody after a standoff that lasted roughly five hours. Uh, the Sheriff's Department's crisis negotiation team and the mental health evaluation team were on the scene attempting to communicate with the driver who had been refusing to get out of his vehicle. He was eventually taken into custody after the Sheriff's Department used tear gas to force him out of the vehicle. And during the standoff, he dropped the balloon. He appeared to be inhaling nitrous straight from a tank and vaping an, no. un- an unknown substance in the driver's seat. Uh, official- Drop that balloon. Uh, officials had been deploying no. pepper balls in the vicinity of the truck. Uh, breaking a portion of the back window in an attempt to get the driver out of the pickup. Earlier, the driver crossed the center divider and struck at least one patrol car and somehow was able to evade at least three pit maneuvers that the police did on him. Uh, the pursuit came to a stop once he hit a uh, dead end a few feet from the wash and got boxed in by authorities. But he sat there for a while, and eventually they got him out. Preston, I hate to <clears throat> jump in while you're doing this right here, but it's very cool. Parade happening right by our window here. Yep, there's a marching Very band. Very nice. Marching band, by. the whole damn deal. And this guy's listening to our show As on the app speak. right oh. now. Oh. Hey. What's happening, man? There's a guy waving, so he's listening to our app right now. Yeah. Is your name Will Sam? No, he can't hear us. All right, hold on. He's His holding name his is... Oh, he's a pass holder. Oh, okay. So oh, nice. Get his name is Pass, yeah. and his neck... Oh, there we go. Okay, now I see. All right, Sorry. Canceled. Nice to meet you, my man. Yes, thanks right. for listening, man. Bye. Couple more uh, stories to get to. Uh, let's go with this. Um, an enterprising UK man devised an unorthodox way to get toned abs in a flash without doing a single sit-up, and that is by having a six-pack tattooed on to his stomach. Sounds about right. An Instagram video detailed its hyper-realistic beach body art procedure. It does look pretty good. Yeah, and it's not just like shadows and lines. Like, it's absolutely... Striations and everything. Completely defined body shading and everything. So, hey, can they do anything with the penis? Uh, Gunther, his name is Dean Gunther, said, it's been one of my most unusual requests. This was the... I'm sorry, the tattoo artist yeah. is, is Gunther. And uh, so Gunther said that uh, the unnamed customer wanted his body ready for summer without having to exercise or change his eating habits. That shows commitment. Uh, Gunther said, I was excited to do the tattoo because I've seen someone do it before, but I didn't look realistic. This was a ba- It was uh, basic black outlines. In order to prevent the man's muscle makeover from looking sketchy, Gunther first mapped out the faux abdominals with blue ink. And uh, all told, the process took about two days to do. Obviously, much shorter than it would take to get abs naturally. <laughs> it's a massive tattoo, though. It must yeah. have been painful as hell. Oh, my God, yes. That, that's got to be a super sensitive spot. Uh, in 2021, uh, Chinese e-bazaars gave hope to COVID-19-era couch potatoes everywhere by selling realistic muscle suits <laughs> that make people look ripped without having to leave the sofa. But have this you ever is seen them? A level or two more. No. They are... 
worn underclothing. Okay. You now, obviously, if you're if you're grossly overweight, you would notice. But if you're like a of mild and slight build, and you put one of these on, people were think absolutely think you were jacked. No kidding. Oh yes. Gosh. All right. Uh, then we'll do one more story, and the we will wrap it up. Let's end with it. This is kind of fun uh, from last week. I apologize. I don't have more updated. Uh, bizarre file stories. I'll get those for you tomorrow. But uh, Dwight Eisenhower. <laughs> now this it was so windy at the San Francisco International Airport last Tuesday that a runaway piece of rolling luggage wow. went racing down the tarmac. Really? Yes. <laughs> I've seen some of those things are so the the wheels are so yeah. loose. Yeah. That they haul ass. Uh, so passengers on a near plane, nearby plane were watching and they were filming. And it, it's actually pretty damn funny. Wind get, gusts were reaching up to 75 miles an hour. And that extreme wind delayed more than 400 flights and canceled 80 flights to and from the airport. But it wasn't enough to stop this piece of luggage from taking off, as one Twitter user had noted. It was Declan Weir who tweeted the video of the baggage zooming across the asphalt. The rollers bag adventure didn't last long, but it crashed into a patch of grass on the tarmac just as quickly as it took off. Off to captivate the audience, and that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, we are at Universal Orlando Resort. We only have a little bit of time left here, so we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We'll get to lesson question, trash, music news, and all that good stuff. And then a little bit later on, we'll get the letter of day for the Word of the Week prize. I'll tell you more about that when we get back from Universal on 93.3 In MMR's early days, we carrier pigeons for requests but some people got mad at us so now we have the text line at 39333 it's faster better and there's less poop so text us anytime at 39333 preston and steve their name is their address on on the web prestonandsteve.com this is virginia lottery recording session we are rolling whenever you're ready sam Coming this Tuesday, the Virginia Lottery is... Try option three. The Virginia Lottery has newly brewed and fun to do... Try four. We have a rotating selection of scratchers, online games, print and play... Actually, just read option one. Virginia Lottery, new games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit valottery.com slash Tuesday. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We want to give you a trip to Universal Orlando Resort. We gave one away this morning. We have another one tomorrow morning. We have another one the next day, the next day, and so on and so on. So through Friday, we're going to have a chance to come and experience what we have been living over the past couple of days, and that is Universal Orlando Resort, Islands of Adventure, Universal Studios, uh, Volcano Bay, uh, the uh, the city walk and everything that surrounds and just Orlando in general. It's you awesome. I want to apologize for being overly giddy, but this is what happens. You do get this way. It yeah. is very fun. And to know that you, uh, hopefully you win, even if you don't make the time to come down and, and, and spend some time down here, it will really, it's just a great recharge uh, to your life. Yeah. Well, and how long have we been asking to do this? You know what I mean? Like, this is like our little dream come true. Well, I know. Somewhere along here. the line, there was a t- terrible lapse in judgment, and they said, yes, so we're here now. <laughs> yep, and we're happy to be part of it. All right, we're going to give away something. If you've been listening throughout the course of the morning, we have a lesson question. Four pack of tickets and pit party passes for Monster Jam, by the way, which is 
going to be April 15th at the link, Lincoln Financial Field. All right. So the question we're going to ask this morning is, what was Bobby Orr's favorite TV show? Oh, yeah. All right. Back to 215-263-WMMR. If you were listening and you heard it and you know, we need you to call right now. What was Bobby Orr's Favorite TV show, 215-263-WMMR. That is the number, and let's get you on board, and we'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, buddy, this morning by 5-Hour Energy. Remember college? 5-Hour Energy got you through. The energized feeling you relied on back then still works today. Rediscover 5-Hour Energy. It'll get you through again. Visit 5-HourEnergy.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Paris Hilton saying Demi Lovato was the one who inspired her to write her autobiography called Paris the Memoir. Paris says she was afraid she wasn't emotionally ready, but then remembered that Lovato had written one after having a nervous breakdown over fat-free yogurt. Britney Spears opening up about her most liked nude photo on Instagram. The 41-year-old pop titan says it was a picture of her leg spread, but admits that most people incorrectly thought it was a photo of Baby Yoda. Oh, wow. And finally, Gwyneth Paltrow celebrated the launch of a new Goop product. It's a product line, actually, at a star-studded party in L.A. on Wednesday. Celebrity after celebrity sang the praises of the new earthier collection of products called Turd. Yeah. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trip. All righty. We will go to the phones, try to get an answer to this question. What was Bobby Orr's favorite TV show? 215-263-WMMR. Our caller is Gene that we're going to go to. Hi there, Gene. Morning. All right, Gene, do me a favor. Tell me Bobby Orr's favorite TV show. It was Barney Miller. Barney yeah. Miller. Yeah, buddy. Hang on the line. We are going to set you up, my man. We just got uh, four pack of tickets for you and pit party passes, by the way, from Monster Jam. Saturday, April 15th, that'll be at Lingham Financial Field, and uh, you can experience full-throttle family fun at Monster Jam, where world-class athletes and their 12,000-pound monster trucks tear up the dirt and wide-open competitions of speed and skill. Tickets and info at monsterjam.com. Let's get to music news, please. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, music news brought to you by uh, Sports. You're going to be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. Oh, yeah. Sports and Social. Catch all the March Madness at Sports and Social on the 52-foot big screen at Live Casino Philly. Uh, featuring Bud Light packages, giveaways, games, and more for an unmatched basketball viewing experience. Um, John uh, Duran Duran's John Taylor. Revealed the band is going to reunite with co-founding guitarist Andy Taylor for their next album. All right. Uh, He was absent from the band's uh, Rock Hall inductions last year and revealed that he's been battling stage four prostate cancer for five years. Uh, John Taylor said uh, when he dropped the bomb two days before the Hall of Fame, it was really shocking and terribly sad. We're working on an album right now that is going to be coming out at the end of the year, and he's playing guitar. So he's been battling... Um, that yeah. level of prostate cancer for five years? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's that's actually a, a pretty good 
Yeah. Run to have that for five years and to keep going. Yeah. Uh, Andy Taylor was in Duran Duran throughout its original classic run in 1985 in a brief reunion in the 2000s. John explained that uh, had Andy actually showed up for the Rock Hall event, uh, which led him to reveal his diagnosis, a reunion would probably never had come to pass. He said he came to L.A., and just gone on the TV show, we probably wouldn't have even thought about it, uh, that the album happened as a result of this. Uh, there's a lot of cover songs on the album, songs meaningful to us when we were kids. <clears throat> so having him be a part of that project is great. He said, Simon is flying to Ibiza uh, to work with Andy. I kind of wish I was there. I think it'll be great. It'll be uh, really profound for them. Uh, they haven't been in the same studio together maybe 10, 20 years. Uh, John Taylor added that a documentary of the sessions might be in the works saying that somebody will have to uh, have an iPhone on it, he said. Um, Let's see, another story. All right, both Chrissy Hind and Courtney Love have taken time out to slam the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, Love, who posted a sprawling op-ed in London's The Observer, lambasted the institution for its lack of diversity uh, regarding women and minorities with Hind, uh, just reminding fans how lame she thought the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame... She just wanted to remind people. ...was and remains, yeah. Oh, shut up, woman. Uh, Love, who has been eligible for induction with Hull since 2016, posts in part, I, if so few women are being inducted into the Rock Hall... Uh, then the nominating committee is broken. If so few black artists, so few women of color are being inducted, then the voting process needs to be overhauled. Music is a life force that is constantly evolving, and they can't keep up shame on HBO for uh, propping up this farce, she said. Well, what is the ratio? It seems like, you know... I don't know. I mean, I see a lot of women getting inducted. I see a lot of... I do, too. Um, you know, a lot of the African earlier, Americans. Yeah, 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 African-Americans who are, yeah. you know... It's not just rock, obviously, either. Right. I mean, it's like a wide variety of music in the Rock Hall of Fame. And nothing personal, but... I don't know. Does Hole really deserve to be in the Rock Hall of Fame? So, uh, Chrissy Hind, who was inducted in 2005 as part of the Pretenders, posted on Facebook, if anybody wants my position in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they are welcome to it. I don't even want to be associated with it. It's just more establishment backslapping. And I got in a band, so I didn't have to be a part of all that. Uh, I was living a happy life in Rio when I got the call. I was being inducted. My heart sank because... I knew I'd have to go back for it, as it would be too much of a kick in the teeth to my parents if I didn't. And I'd upset them enough by then. <clears throat> so it was one of these things that uh, would bail me out from years of disappointing them, like moving out to the USA and being arrested at PETA protest and mm-hmm. my general personality. We have She's a comment so- from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if you want to hear. Shut yeah. the f*** <laughs> up! <laughs> yeah, Chrissy's... She's she's she's, she's an acrimonious. She's not the loveliest of no, yeah. which kills me because my our uh, music you know, wedding song is a pretender song. Yeah, and I think they belong in the Rock Hall for sure. Yes, they do. Yes. But whole, I think I, I agree. Yeah. Other than uh, Neil Young's pers- participation <laughs> in the induction process, the whole thing was and is total bullocks. She said, "It's absolutely nothing to do with rock and roll." And anyone who thinks it is, is a fool. Bullocks. That's what she said. And she used the word bullocks. Absolutely. And finally, one last story. Uh, Set for release August 18th, uh, the Talking Heads soundtrack for the classic 1984 concert film, Stop Making Sense. Have you seen the, 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 I guess, whatever the commercial's for, it's David Byrne going to the dry cleaner. And he has an old, like, parched ticket. 
And he goes, and he goes, oh, let me see if we still have this. And it's that that suit, suit. like the giant suit, no. the giant suit. Really? I've and not seen that now. And he gets it out, and he's he's <laughs> testing it in the mirror and doing all of the gyrating, uh, and it's great. That sounds hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I need to see that. Uh, the critically acclaimed Jonathan Demme concert with, film will hit theaters globally later this year in a newly restored 4K version. Uh, the new deluxe version of the soundtrack now includes uh, the complete Stop Making Sense concert for the first time uh, in a limited edition 2LP set, digitally along with a Dolby Atmos mix of the complete concert mixed by Talking Heads' Jerry Harrison and E.T. Thorngren, what? Uh, who also mixed the original releases. I had no idea that E.T. was a part of that. It was, it was a tough studio session. Yeah. Everyone was doing blow and hookers and <laughs> stuff. I'm trying to keep it all together. And I had the sound of mine. I was greatly influenced by George Martin on our planet. I used to listen to his production for the Beatles. And, right. You know, we've got schedules and deadlines we have to meet. And these guys are just going like, oh, it's like Caligula. I'm like, for Christ's sake. Come on. Ratchet it in, fellas. Yeah. I don't want to have to keep sport you. Yeah. <laughs> what? And you have that tongue in your butt, too. Absolutely. Which you could whip yeah. out at any and time. And I wasn't tasting good stuff that day. No. Uh, so, uh, highlights of the set feature such talking heads favorites as Psycho Killer, Burning Down the House, Take Me to the River, Life During Wartime, and Once in a Lifetime. And it's a great live uh, performance. It's fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. You did a great <laughs> nice job. Work. All right, and that's the last item I have in music news this morning. We are going to take one more break. We will return one last time from Universal Orlando Resort. And we'll get the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. And uh, we're going to go ride some rides and stuff. All right, so we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Shine down. Nickelback. Metallica. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. It does not feel like a Monday to me at all. No, we're like having fun like it's a Friday. I and know. we're very loopy. I know. And then we're uh, going to go we back. We apologize, yeah. but it's, it is, uh, it's, it's so wonderful. I mean, a studio window is this old-style Hollywood. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Kathy, we have a full week of work left. Yeah, then we get to go back and do Tuesday through Friday. Yeah, but <laughs> it'll be fun. Nonetheless, Universal Orlando Resort is where we're broadcasting love. In their radio broadcast center, which is really cool. It's this beautiful studio they have set up here, and we're really happy uh, that this finally happened. And uh, thank you to everybody uh, behind the scenes that uh, that made it work. Uh, Rodney, who's done uh, so much work always to help us out because we, you know, we did the live broadcast on Friday as well in Clearwater. Yes, yeah. uh, Nick for doing all this uh, legwork and, and getting through the proper people here at Universal and making sure that all our bases were covered. Not only that, but with travel and rental cars and accommodations and all that stuff. Nick's really been the point person, been putting a lot of hours and Marissa as well, gathering uh, all the information that we needed and, and uh, putting it together. And thank you to Victoria, our intern, yes. drove down here. Yes. Oh. She's. I, I asked her, "What are you gonna?" I'm, I'm like, "What are you doing?" You know, because we're all kind of figuring out what we're doing now. We do have a couple of hours to kill uh, before we head to the airport, and she's like, "Well, I'm just gonna get in my car and drive back to Philadelphia." I was like, "Oh my god!" We insisted, and we said, "No, no, 
yeah, just don't get on the plane with us. That's yeah, all yeah, that's all. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't want to have to fake conversation. But if you, no, she, she's been wonderful. She's yeah. been great. She's and, and awesome. Yesterday, um, she does have a little bit of motion sickness. Yeah. So uh, she was monitoring all the rides and took the Dramamine and all that. Had to, I guess, a little bit. A lot of people drink Dramamine, and she rocked it. I mean, she was yeah. on stuff that I thought, oh no, she's not going to survive this. But uh-huh. she did. She did great. I want to thank uh, Marissa and uh, Eric Simon because they did a lot of legwork on the contest. Which we're, we're going to give away these prizes all week, uh, but if not for their hard work and really detail-oriented stuff, uh, we wouldn't have been able to launch the contest this morning. So contests, you know, uh, goes t- Tuesday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Four more trips to give away, but uh, thanks so much to Eric and, and Marissa for making sure that that looks good and actually is worded properly. Well, this is part of also the deal we've been talking about tr- doing these things and going out, you know, these things. Yeah, yeah, these are the people that go out. And, no, but yeah. the, the, uh, and, and then going to locations and, uh, you know, giving you the chance to go to those locations at well, we used to do you know trips and stuff like that, and yeah. and and it's it's I think it's high time we return to doing some of that. But it's fun, as yeah. Rodney always says, this show travels big, so we we've yeah. been looking to streamline things so that we can do that. One of the goals is to get out and broadcast from California, yes. yeah, from you know with Zach Snyder and and uh, Kevin ha- Kevin Smith and and uh, Michael Giacchino. Michael Giacchino and have all them say, I'm, I'm busy with these kind of things. Yes. Do the music, Kevin Smith, and, and the directing. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, you know, it's all part of the deal. It's very exciting to have this you know, after two decades plus coming to fruition. Uh, Kyle wanted me to thank you, Preston, for generously offering to buy him that beer. And he says he's, he will accept it, but you don't have to pay for his dinner time. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's been so much fun. And, and thank you to uh, Paula and uh, Nolan here who They're helped amazing. out today. Yeah. And our, yeah. our tour guides yesterday, Paige and Joshua and everybody along the way. It's just yeah. been fantastic. And um, Gil. Gil, the, uh, Gil. the other... Uh, Gil. Gil, the engineer. Thank you, Gil. All right. uh, We we, call him Gil, but you'll probably know him as Gil. We need to do the letter of the day. Let's see. Is Pierre there? He is. Hey! What's up, man? Uh, Good day. Um, I was wondering if you could possibly buy me a beer, Preston. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do. I would appreciate it. Anytime. And the whole bar, for that matter. We're all here waiting for you. Man, the the bars are open at the crack of dawn here at Universal, by the way. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Um, so, should we get a letter of the yes. day from you, Saul? All right, let's do it. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... F as in Florida. All right, very good. And that's our first letter for the $500 Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon gift card we have to give away on Friday. You can check out their Heavenly Soft Pack float treatment, luxurious Turkish bath experience, or escape with any of their massages. Yes. Uh, Visit them at three area locations, Glen Mills, Springfield, and Center City, or purchase online at josephanthony.com. Have you missed us there, Pierre? We have missed you um, from the second you left. I mean, I don't know why you declined my offer to drive you to the airport. I'd be right. happy to pick you up later this evening, although yeah, I have a few stops I have problem. to make first. I have to get, um, there's some shining lights I have to follow. But um, if you wouldn't mind, I'll be happy to pick you up. I think I think next year you should drive us down to Florida. Yeah. That's the way you need to work this thing. That's uh, too long. Um, What is happening on the program today, my man? We will have workforce blocks of Lincoln Park in honor of Chester Bennington's birthday. We will have a block uh, of Supertramp. I haven't done one for a while. Oh, nice. Roger Hodgson has a birthday tomorrow. Uh, And he stopped by the studio some years ago and sang a couple of songs for us, so we'll throw those in, too. 
which was cool. Some great Supertramp songs. And, of course, the first day of spring, although it doesn't kick in until Brent in the 5 o'clock hour technically today. But we will do some springtime songs. Love it. All right. Thank you, Pierre. Take a moment to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show is brought to you by Duncan. Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and by Shock It or Shock IT. You can protect your business. IT infrastructure now with shockit.com. That's shockit.com. Uh, tomorrow on the program, we will be back in our boat, our wonderful President Steve Studios, uh, and we will have on the program Lorraine Bracco. Oh, oh nice. Very cool. I just watched her in uh, uh, Goodfellas. It's a Tuesday, so we'll be doing a Tattoosday, and uh, we'll see what the travels bring as far as stories between now and tomorrow. That's it. We're done. Ray John, have a universally wonderful day today, friend. Universal Orlando Resorts. We're saying goodbye from here, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve. All 93.3 WMMI.